As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. As you smell that? Yeah. What is that? I... Juicy apple? Yeah, it might be. No, I think that's Goldberry's River Water. I'm smelling some firewood from Fangorn Forest. Yeah. And a little bit of old Toby. Toby. That's right. <laughs> you know what we're smelling? We're yeah. smelling Texas Candle Cakery. Rachel Muirfield has done it, guys. 
She's done it. She has created three signature scents of an unexpected candle. Don't forget the sniffing. Go to texascandlecakery.com and order yours today. Keep the fire of the fellowship alive. Light your candle. Read, listen, and highlight. And we'll we'll smell you later. <laughs> this episode of an unexpected podcast is brought to you by Philip Willis. Thank you. Hello, friends, and welcome to an unexpected podcast. I'm Ez. And I'm Lane. And we're talking Tolkien. We're coming to you from the Shire of America, the beautiful state of Ohio, in a little village called Amanda. Mm. This week, we're strapping on our floaties as we continue our reread in the Forbidden Pool mm. as a part of our journey through Middle Earth. I feel those jets. It's really getting my back. Jets? What kind of pool are you talking about? It's a hot tub, isn't it? The <laughs> golem's in? Is he? I mean, think about the waterfall. It's going to churn it up. It'd feel like a jet. Okay. Maybe not. As how you doing, brother? I am doing well. I have been well-fed. Mm. I have been watered. You're taking my words out of my mouth. I'm, so- I'm sorry, but it's what you asked me how I am, and I'm great. I mean, we're sitting here. We're, we're sniffing on, on. Don't forget it. That's right. Nicole, don't forget it. Emma. Emma Rose, don't forget Come it. On. Sniffing on... Uh, one of Rachel's candles, little pumpkin cupcake thing that's just been burning cheerfully over here. We've got a my I'm still full. Yeah. From the very first night at the village, guys. We went to the village, we had dinner there. It is it's it's our green dragon forever mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. And we're just sitting here dreaming of of, you know, the the show to come and the yeah. stories that were on that will unfold. And Sarah's upstairs, Goldberry, gonna, the baby's going to happen any moment. Any moment. And we're not giving birth at home. I, how was I? I was supposed to say this in a way that won't get me in trouble. Oh, boy. She, okay, I think I remember. She is in the early signs. She's showing early signs of labor. So by the time you hear this, we probably have had the baby. Dude, that's crazy. Because we're recording ahead. Wait, wait, wait. Can I make the announcement? So I want everyone to know that Lane, <laughs> Goldberry, and I... Are having a having a child, and um, that's going to confuse a lot of people. Very soon, <laughs> Goldberry told me I could say that. By the way, she said yes, as you can claim that you are also having yeah, a baby. Got to get chuckle out of that. Um, well, in a way, you kind I'm of. I'm excited. Are. I'm yeah, really excited yeah. for you guys. So we'll we'll see. Uh, we had a major discussion as to what would happen if we were recording, and yeah. she goes into labor. Would I be in charge of Winnie? Yes, I would. Could he handle it? I, that's I, up to you guys you know, to decide. We'll put, can, up, a, we'll put I, up a poll. I, I can, I can send you some video evidence that might suggest that maybe he wouldn't be, but I don't know. I want to, I, I want to believe in my friend, but sometimes that's a I little more it. faith than I have. I got know. it, my friend. It's Mission Impossible, but I got it. Yeah, even George Michael, you know, he speaks about faith, and he, I don't have that kind of that level. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Hey, wait, how are you? But here, are you uh, good? Did you answer that? I did. I did. Okay. I, I do always wanna, feel bad when I don't ask. No, so. no. I mean, I, we didn't really even get into that yet. Here's something that could happen that's magical, though, Ezra. Because what have just, because what, <laughs> back up, what just happened yesterday means that we've got like maximum of two weeks before this baby's going to come. Now, guys, this, it, it might be far-fetched, far-fetched <laughs> or fetched, but if this baby is born, a week from today, it will be March 1st. Yep. March 1st is Aragorn's birthday. Let's raise the ante a little bit, or up the ante, as they say. I'm not a gambling man. 
is a rambling. If man. this baby, <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. Fast forward. If this baby is a boy, it will be named Vigo. If I have a baby boy named Vigo on March 1st, coupled with my beautiful daughter who was born on December 19th, I'm done talking. I'm done. We're shutting it down. As we'll have to find a new friend to talk to <laughs> about Lord of the Rings because I will become. Yeah. Yeah. That. That's what will happen. That. I will. My words will be gone. It'll be too much for me to handle. So, you know, if, if, if you're if you're a praying person out there to pray that that doesn't happen because that would be too much craziness. I, I'm sorry. I hope it does. How are you doing? Fansmastic, my friend. I like that. Fansmastic. I am ready. Uh, I Actually, you know, I am so pumped about this. Uh, well, first of all, I'm super excited because we're, we're, we're actually recording a lot right now. So uh, yeah. if we don't, if all the show news doesn't yeah. work out, there's new stuff. Just know that, you know, we've we've got a baby coming, guys. We've got a baby on the way. Well, so. and, and it, the pattern we followed is... Wait until tomorrow, and the the news will come out. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> the day yeah. after you hear this, It'll the news come, comes out. Right, that's, that's what happens. That's what happened. We're on yeah. a. We need to switch the cycle. Up. <laughs> but it's, it's, I don't know. I kind of like it that way. It's fun. Yeah, that's true. You know, because uh, then we get to hear what all of you say, and then we bring yeah, it into the, the book point. club. It's even better. Good point, actually. Yeah, because yeah. we've got a lot of uh, neat stuff happening Man. in the group and just out there in social media, uh, breaking down these maps and, and looking at all the runes and all that kind of yeah. cool stuff. So, yeah. but uh, yeah. So with that, I mean, should we? Jump into I some jump of it? into it, yeah. Man. Like dropping eaves. Already. You didn't tell us how you were. I'm great. I'm just great. That's all there is to it. I, I grade am just, a I, level. I am stoked about the show. I'm stoked yeah. that we're having a baby. I'm happy to be podcasting. Uh, we had a couple great weeks there with with Kurt Jones. You know, guiding us through Faramir. Man. I am still excited because we're we're here in the Forbidden Pool with him as well. Yeah, we should. I guess we should apologize because you know you've had a couple, three really great. It's my so mom was on cool. here. And then Kurt came in, and and they both stole the show. And now you're just left with us, and we're sorry about that. Yeah. Um, and you know, Bobby's not going to come save you. Bobby's back with the Riders of Rohan. He's yep. not going to come yep. in and, and save you from you know just the, the two of us. Just so this. Yeah. We're sorry, but you know, this is this is you know, it's, it is wh- what it when is. the best leaves, you got the rest. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's <laughs> yeah. what's going on. That's so, what's happening. But we're lucky to have you guys with us. It. Uh, um, and it's really cool because our, our, some of our patrons who are on Discord can jump on right. and they're listening right now and it feels like they're actually in this moment with us. But we always envision you guys sitting yeah, sitting in them. this, uh, cramped in this uh, little you know dining room here in spirit with us as we, uh, as we adventure through Middle Earth. So yeah, it's amazing. Absolutely. So thank you for being here. Um, yeah, we've got some Amazon show news. So last week yeah. we touched on some stuff. And now we're going to kind of um, unpack it a little bit. Ezra's been dying to go really deep into this. Well, the one cool thing that was released um, that I that I think is amazing is the fact that, and I don't know if this is true or not, or if they're just, they're just hyping this up. And I can't remember if it was Jeff Bezos who said this or not. But Payne and McKay, our writers, our beloved writers, yeah. are supposedly working on the script in a room with an armed guard at the door. I, I want to believe him. Oh, I think I, it's true. I, I think it. the armed I, guard is the bounder on the edge of the shire, yep. and the two hobbits are in there scribbling away. Yeah. Scrivening, scrivening, scrivening. Yeah. Do you think they let us, you know, be a guard? Could we like, you know, is are there like, I mean, I, I imagine that as we're writing, trustworthy. Remember how well, long we kept the Tolkien I release know. date a secret? You can trust us. We knew about that biopic. You guys think I, we were joking when we'll we keep said it secret six months? No, we knew. Yeah, we'll keep it safe. We will. Yeah. So. 
We listened I, to Gandalf. Dude, I imagine when I saw this and, and you were talking to me about it, I imagine them just locked in this room for not just like a couple hours. I'm talking days. days. They don't even leave. They just someone, pass them food Someone's in. sliding food under the yeah. door. It's like they're, they're, they're like locked <laughs> they're in. And it's like the guards are like changing. Man, this is exhausting. These guys, I mean, you, wow. You think there are just maps all over the walls? Absolutely, too? I do. I think they're pouring over the ancient texts. Dude, okay. And scrolls. And they Here's what they did. They got Weta to give them the set of the Gondorian library in Minas Tirith. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. they are they're smoke bellowing. Oh, they're yeah. probably in robes. I mean cuz they they're yeah. huge fans. So they're also freaking out. Yeah. And I bet they've got their phones there. And oh, I yeah. bet they're looking they're going, "Okay, what's the Tolkien professor saying? Yeah. What's the prancing pony guy saying? Right. What are all of our uppers you know saying? You know they are. Loader on Prime. Dude. <laughs> Loader on Prime. Thanks, Kurt. Um, okay, and that's a funny little side note. So, Kurt, <laughs> Kurt, I don't know if you know this because I didn't. Kurt, you're amazing. You're when amazing. you said loader, it made sense. <laughs> All these years, I've been saying L O T R, and I realized I should have been saying loader. I, dude, that's a beautiful thing. I thought it was a southern thing. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. The Tennessee was like, twang what, coming what in there. Say? What did he say? Yeah, loader. And that, what is that? Like a lotus, but. <laughs> Multiple of them, <laughs> dude. It was Multiple? so it, it, it was so funny because because after uh, Kurt left and, and we you know Lane brought it up today, he was like, "Did you get that?" I'm like, <laughs> we played "Yeah, I'm glad cool. we both were like playing it cool because uh, it's so funny." Cover blown. Um, so anyway, I just I love the image of them. They're so dedicated to this, and and Amazon is so um, you know uh, dedicated to this remaining uh, as secretive as possible. Yeah, yeah. And I think it just plays into the whole, all these cryptic clues they're leaving us or not. Wait, how do we decipher all this, Ezra? I need a um, wizard. I need the flannel wizard. Help me. I'm just a hobbit. Help me through this. Well, dude, well, I'll tell you what I think is happening is that I said this back in the day. You brought this up to me before we started the show. Um, the idea that I think there's just feelers out there. Yeah. Still. I mean, yeah. Even though they're writing. You're like, wait, but they're writing. Yeah, yeah. but... How far along are they? And, Where and who are they, they writing this for? They're writing it for us. Right. And they're so they're, writing it for they're, us. they want to see, number one, I mean, first of all, maybe if you need a little motivation as a writer, as a crew or whatever, and you're looking for, I mean, I know they want to they want to uh, market this and, and whatever, but this has got to be fun for them to sit down oh and just gosh, go. Can you imagine? Boom. Let's light up the Twitter. Boom. Let's light up the Man. Facebook page. I mean, you know, like whoever's working on this is just like, watch this. Yeah. Flip the switch and like, here we go. Boom. Yeah. It's on, man. It's crazy. So I guess at this point too, when when this is uh, out there, this episode, we might have some more answers. Yeah, exactly. So we some may. of these questions right. you might be going, guys, we answered that. We answered that, which right. is part of the fun too. You get to yell at you know whatever device you're listening to, so that's uh -huh. cool too. Uh -huh. So, but you you have some ideas. You've been digging deep on this. Well, uh, I've really at this point we have two images, right? Uh huh. But by yeah. the time you listen to this, there's probably going to be a third. Yeah. So, right. So, so it started off the, the three rings for the Elven Kings under the sky. Mm -hmm. And we just It was had a blank map, right? Blank map, right? right. And so then the next one um, that came out was, um, you know, the seven for, you know, the dwarfs, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Dwarf lords. And then we had uh, some locations. Some white spaces. Yeah, they were start, starting to fill them in. Yeah. Um, what became interesting is the absence of what we know as the, the, this classic, you know, third age map, mm -hmm. some of the, the names weren't mm -hmm. there. They, mm -hmm. Things looked a little different, different. you know? Yeah. And we're starting to ask ourselves like, what is, why is Gondor not there? Mm -hmm. 
you know, mm-hmm. Arnor, why is it not there? Mm-hmm. Um, where are these different places? You know, mm-hmm. so people start to ask the question, you know, what time are we talking? Are we talking second age? Are we talking mm-hmm. third? I think a lot of people have been saying early third. Um, but I've seen yeah. some folks, some of these, you know, heavy hitters. Like I think last week I was talking about um, just the elf propaganda guy on, 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 on Twitter mm-hmm. who uh, there for a while at first was really believing it was it was a second age uh, thing um, mm-hmm. and then has later kind of come back on, you know, maybe being more third age. Yeah. So and we were talking about this being before uh, Rohan, before, you know, um, the, the um, yeah, before that was all set up. I mean. You know, Errol was his. Uh, was it his father? Who was the 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 like? Who was the, remember the horse? The whole story with the horse, and uh, and and how they rode forth to the yes. aid of of yeah. uh, the men of Gondor. Yeah. So and how they were gifted Rohan because yeah, of that. Exactly because mm-hmm. of that that aid that was that was given there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was neat because just last week we were talking with Kurt about you know high men and middle men, uh, yeah. men of twilight, and yeah. and all of that was coming into play. So I feel like that actually was really. A kind of a cool connection to where we may be, you know, taken off with this. Yes. I was reading way into the idea that there were um, the, the the three rings that were given to the elven, um, to, right. to the elves. You what know, were your I, thoughts there? Well, because I, w- I was thinking that that we were going to see possibly them it, being forged for, the, the, or yeah, created, created yeah. the forging Smith? of the rings. Yeah. Yes. Right. So uh, that was intriguing to me. I haven't seen a lot of people. I, I, it, did you have any more on the on the rights? Because like I don't know how far back we can go. Yeah. Um, like, well, so and that's part of the conversation that people have been having. They're like, so this map helps us pigeonhole a little bit in era, uh-huh. but it also has raised more questions, especially with the whole idea that. So, so this whole time we've been told the first major, uh, I guess, like plot news we were given was, hey, guys, we're telling you it's going to be about young Aragorn. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have the rights to that whole Lord of the Rings time era. Uh, and they were saying, you know, that third age, you know, 60, 70 years before-ish, that, that time era, because we have, or time period, because we have, um, crap, what were they saying? We're going we're gonna to tell the same kind of stories that were told in Lord of the Rings, but maybe at different times. Uh, different okay. areas. Okay. So it was going to okay. be, it was going to fit, the whole idea was gonna, it was going to pigeon, uh, pigeon tail dovetail dovetail <laughs> into into uh lord of the rings right yeah and then um uh they released this map and some people were thinking oh man maybe like you know are they going to go all the way back to silmarillion or i think even before the map was released silmarillion stuff first stage are we going to see the forming but they don't have the rights for that as gotcha. far as i know um that's been released that that still has not been given to anyone um, okay. But okay. we talked about last time, we said maybe this show will be an audition um, that they're going to show to the Tolkien estate, hey, we can present Middle Earth in a TV show format and do it as much justice, the writing of Tolkien, if not more justice than a film was able to. And maybe this is kind of like, sort of like a romance. Okay. You know, we're okay. proving your, ourselves to you. Uh, maybe you can release more rights to us. Maybe we can explore more of Middle Earth. Maybe this is the vehicle that best suits uh, the writing of Tolkien. You know, mm-hmm. um, so I, they don't have the rights for that. This they can't go all the way back. And plus, I think when people saw the map, they're like, okay, well, the world is shaped differently. So it's it's got to be it's got to be end of second, beginning of third age, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, uh, it's wild, man. It's wild. And yeah. it's, and I, I didn't even notice, dude. Yeah. Didn't even know, notice the um, Kalinard, Kalinardon. Is that how you say the, 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 yeah, yeah. the, when, when Rohan was a province of Gondor? I didn't even notice that until someone pointed it out. I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, that's just how I'm just, I'm blown away that we're even getting anything. <laughs> so I hadn't even had time to dig into that map and look into it. And, and it's just, uh, you guys are so quick. So quick, and someone in the group—I I can't remember who it was—pointed that out too. Um, and we've seen it in other places that people just—they see these things, they notice these. Things. Notice that the deforestation has happened, so the Numenorians have been there, um, and that places it within a certain time um, on on the uh, on the existence of Middle Earth. It's just—it's incredible, guys. Yeah. It's incredible. And at this point, you're right. What's feelers? What is them telling us? It might be right in front of our face. Yeah, it could be. It might it, be. It, 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 yeah, absolutely. For uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so there's there it is. Thank you, David Sallow. Say it again. I, I so here we go. Let's see it. Kalinardon Kirdan. Yes, Kalinardon. Man, when you really like do the pronunciation for Elvish, it's otherworldly. It's Kalinardon. Okay, so also known as Rohan, as I like to call it. Uh, Rohan Solo. Right. Well, so what they're, I was just looking up, you know, some of this on, on, on Gateway and the idea that um, th- this land, that th- this, that was the name given to it right before it was the, the Ritamark or, mm-hmm. or Rohan. And, mm-hmm. and it's, um, um, I guess that's, it, it, that, that name means, and I was like the green province. Wow. Right. This green region. Uh, and that was, we were just talking about how that mm-hmm. was given over because of the aid that was given by those men there. That was a land yeah. that was given to them. And that's how Rohan came to be. So, like that would be, but and if and if that's really the time it's in, then that dashes the whole young Aragorn thing. That's out. That's what. That's what. Th- you know. So yeah, but <laughs> I think it's like four hundred years before he was born or something mm-hmm. like that. So so it's kind of it's uh, that that leads you to believe: Are they putting feelers out? What's true? What's not? Don't know. Yeah, Errol we, the Young. Yeah, answering the call. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the. Yeah. So my other thing was, is this map in layers? Like, are they going to release another map that just mm-hmm. has more locations on it and it gets more detailed? Sure. Um, but then why would you, at what point does this I title know. for Rohan go, come away and you put Rohan in there? I, exactly. Yeah, sure. Why would you not do that? Um, are they also teasing multiple seasons? Sure. You know, are they yeah. just saying, this is what we're going to do, guys. We've got plans yep. for multiple times. In the history of Middle Earth, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're sure. going to start with Young Aragorn, but here's what's coming: we're going to show you the founding and the earning of the land of Rohan. Yeah, I, I don't know, it's, <laughs> it, and it. that's what's so exciting is yeah. anything goes now, anything goes. Yeah, so you can probably see we're still in the moment, like kind of just I'm I'm, I'm diving yeah. into this as as Lane is speaking. I'm like going deeper and deeper and deeper. So uh, we might do maybe I think we should do an exclusive just on. We've been wanting to do a peeking in the Palantir. It's, um, it's time. It's time, it's isn't ripe. it? I think it's it, ripe. I think you and I could do. It would be nice for us to do our own deep dive mm-hmm. into some of this, and maybe some of our um, uppers can help us. Yeah. <laughs> Once I hear it, I can get it. But Kierdin. man, I tell you what, to just read it, I don't. I can't. Oh, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. I, I. It's really interesting. But wow. um, so, what, what do you think? Does that sound good to you? To, to yeah, do a deeper I think that dive. Would be awesome, into, especially yeah. especially you know once. Um, Okay, that's the other theory too. And at this point, when you're listening, you'll be able to say, "Yeah, that really happened," or not. There was this whole theory that it's all been part of a 10-day marketing campaign, um, and that the three rings plus the seven rings equals ten, 
uh, and when then will they go nine after that? I don't know. But but the whole point was they released the map with the line three Elven Rings, and then three days later they released the map with some of the names filled in with the seven rings. Okay, mm-hmm. and that means that. Um, you know, that following Monday, February 25th, we'll know if that's true or not because there should be another picture or line or plug or something. So wow. at this point, you'll know if that was true or not. Yeah. But that's also a theory that's out there floating around, um, which is pretty exciting. So, but yeah, that would be cool to, uh, you know, maybe in a week or maybe after the baby's born, we can sit down yeah. and, and have a little break See and just kind of talk about, yeah, yeah, and look at, and then just even throw out our crazy ideas, like, you know, that are just wild, that, yeah, that don't really get me. And actually, at this point, there's there's so little there with the map that I mean, there's a lot there. I guess if you really ha- have have studied it and you, yeah. you're looking at some of these ancient names and stuff. Uh, but uh, man, yeah, I think I think it can. There's still a lot there's uh, up up for um, interpretation, interpretation yeah. right yeah, now. For yeah. Sure. So, anyways, um, okay. So moving kind of on from that, a, a while ago, um, this is just something that's been on my mind. Mike Charles brought up, um, you know, who would you like to see? Because music is such an important part of Middle Earth, uh, you know, with the films, um, Howard Shore transported us with his with the soundtrack. Uh, all of us will throw that on and listen to it at different parts of the of the day and throughout our lives. That music has been very important to all of us. Um, so he brought up a while ago, who who would you like to have compose uh, these shows? And he um, brought to the forefront Jeremy Soule, who is the composer of uh, the Skyrim video games and um yeah i'm not a big gamer i've never actually played skyrim yeah um so i was like all right no, i don't really know and i didn't even realize that we had played soundscapes before from uh-huh. yeah. from skyrim we have um and i have uh on amazon prime music have downloaded one of the uh, one of the um skyrim albums that he produced mixed in with the soundscapes and his music themes come in and out of it you've been listening to it and I listened to it for like two, I think it was like, I think it was like a three hour compilation. Yeah. I put it on my classroom the other day. Kids were more mellow. I was more mellow. Yep. And at the same time, I was filled with excitement and wonder. And I'm sitting there listening to it and I'm like, it feels like Middle Earth. And it feels like a Lord of the Rings TV show. Yeah. And the dude makes captivating music. Um, and has an awesome range. So anyway, I was just like, I think he would be, this dude deserves a nod at least to possibly being, uh, creating the music for the show. And it, it's, it's got me excited because that's something you forget about. You're, you know, we're talking about writing, story. Uh, eventually, we're going to be digging into actors and who's playing what role. But then the music. The mm-hmm. mu- I mean, think about, um. So so we also talked about this show, right? We talked about how, Game of Thrones became so big because yeah. there was that void. That's we true. talked about, you know, Lord of the Rings came out and made fantasy uh, popular and mainstream. Yep. And then they went away and there was this void there and Game of Thrones came in and filled that in a new medium in TV shows. Yeah. Right? Well, and real, before that, superhero movies left and yeah, right. Yeah, superhero movies. That's right. But then, <laughs> that's right. as you say, the TV show thing, Game yep. of Thrones. Yeah. Yep, Game of yep. Thrones was huge. But I'm um, thinking about the music for Game of Thrones. Beautiful music. Yes. That theme song alone is amazing. Oh, really stand- so yeah. anyway, I just I was kind of thinking about that. I'm like, what songs will we, will we be humming in five years? 
you know wow. what will be what will we be like <laughs> man we gotta we gotta play this this episode even if they're gonna take it down or something right. like what will we you know be thinking when we're when we're thinking of whatever story that we're seeing told what music will come to our head and that's just something exciting to look forward to so yeah, yeah. Uh, as I do have a little uh, a little joke for you man okay to, to lighten the mood a little bit so oh boy who do you call if you want your roof done right uh, <clears throat> Amazon because they don't allow any leaks. Wow. Uh, the Tolkien biopic <laughs> release date is May 10th. Um, if we haven't gotten it already, we might be getting a, a, a more extended trailer um, uh, in the next coming you know, few weeks, maybe a month, uh, that will lay it out a little bit more. That first trailer was just a teaser, so we got a little glimpse. But here's something else, though, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. We don't... I don't know if we need... I don't think I need... More of a trailer. No. I think I think if I never would have gotten a trailer for this film, we'd still be going. Oh, we, yeah, I still we want to go Absolutely. see it. Yeah. But I almost kind of like that it's sort of, I've gotten a vision of what it's going to look like, mm-hmm. uh, the vibe it's going to be. That's almost enough for me. Yeah. That's I, enough for me. I don't really like when, when trailers give away like too much or sure. the best moments or whatever. Because mm-hmm. I want to be sitting there, like even during that trailer, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. I was like, this is awesome. It was a good I, enough taste, but it didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, it didn't lay out any. You still want to be saying that during the film. You still want to sure. be going, "What? what? <laughs> this yeah. is awesome. that's a great point." So I don't know. That, I, I hope that yeah, I'm good. I'm satisfied with yeah. with the trailer, and, and I'm looking forward to um, that release that for sure. So be awesome. Yeah. Before we move on, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to let everyone know that um, I'm going to go through and proofread some of these uh, docs that we do because apparently. <laughs> Lane has been putting hidden things <laughs> in the dock that you have to use moonlight to to find. Okay, there's a reason we record at night, my friend. Okay, I'm sorry. That's all I'm gonna say. And I actually think this is genius. And maybe it's just, happened. Maybe man, you know. I never. I, know. I'm gonna say no more. Okay, sorry. You, you gotta you gotta keep the mystery alive. Hit up Patreon. Know? Yeah. Uh, so in other corners of Middle Earth. Uh, right before we came on today, we uh, we saw that Billy Boyd was out and about with Kurt and Kelly Jones, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, and and they're close to Cincinnati. So it was Billy's made his way to the uh, Great American Ballpark, which is where the Cincinnati Reds play baseball. Don't know how I feel about that as a Cleveland Indians fan, but that's <laughs> okay. Uh, and also went to what was it, Big uh, Fatty Fatty Burgers. Oh my gosh! It Sounds was, like uh, fatty bulgers, uh, fatty pizza and whippy whippies. The name, guys, you're gonna see Chubby's it, Pizza, Chubby's and Pizza dip. and Whippy Dip. Um, yeah. I just want to go to see the sign, but yeah. uh, Kelly's but, got it out there. But, yeah, but um, Billy's having a great time with the Joneses, uh, Fairmere and Aowen herself, um, and he'll be he'll be rolling on, guys. Um, and Billy Boyd is retweeting those. Uh, he's he's liking the photos. Um, it's it's amazing what you guys are keeping alive. It's it's pretty cool. Um, uh, real quick, I think uh, t- I think it's headed to Terra next. By the way, oh nice, awesome. Yeah. Okay, so perfect. Um, the uh, second annual long expected party has been set. We talked about that uh, a couple episodes ago, September twenty first, two thousand nineteen. That is a Saturday. Um, we talked about possibly having the studio by the by done by then and kind of christening it by having all of you who yeah. who are able to make it there come in and record a little bit we might you know set them up and start rolling for three or four hours who knows just have people in and out of the studio and just kind of have a blessing for it. it's gonna be really cool yeah that'd be awesome um but people are start i mean as i don't know if you saw it erica barnes 
She's yeah. got her room at the Dunford. She's already, I know. The uh, bed and breakfast across the street. So if I think they only have like two more rooms. So uh, if you're this looking. This time, can we actually go take a look around? <laughs> we didn't get to go in there last time. I kind of feel like that is the actual bag end. Yeah. Because I've never been in there and I always <laughs> want to know what it looks yeah, like. Yeah. Um, but uh, she stayed there last time, Erica, last yeah. uh, for, the, for the first annual. And so did Kurt and Kelly. Yes, and mm-hmm. so I, hopefully Kurt and Kelly jump on their room because if not, there's not there's only going to be one left. Um, but if you're looking to stay somewhere, oh, and that's something else, guys. Uh, Goldberry has put out the idea. Oh yeah, that oh, if yeah. if you can't find somewhere to stay for a hotel, yeah, and the weather's right, and you want to bring a tent, yeah, she said the backyard is open for camping out. Right <clears throat> now, I don't know how I feel about a bunch of dwarves coming in and camping in my backyard. Yeah, but. Goldberry says it's good, and so it's good. No, I'm just kidding. Of course, of course, you can do that. So anyway, if you want to come bring a tent and stay in the backyard, well, just be warned. I just love that, it. It's uh, awesome. I, I do. There's open a dragon every, in the garage. Every morning, I do open with a rooster crow. So, <laughs> uh, be ready. Right. Okay. So that's coming up, guys. Uh, very, very exciting. Um, if you can make it, please come. We want this to turn into something where we gotta we have to rent a field out. No joke. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. It's a great way to celebrate um, uh, Bilbo's birthday. And um, yeah, we're looking forward to seeing all you guys out there. Yep. Um, got some poll results. I accidentally did this twice. Yeah. yeah. So there are, there are two of them out there. Um, uh, but this, some people were calling this the most difficult one yet. They said this it was, was this was, was hard. This was a tough decision. Uh, if you had to place your future into the trust of one pure hearted companion, and you had to choose between the two, your partner would be Sam or Faramir. Mm. Um, so, it's messed up. I can't believe you did that. It, it, it's it was, messed I'm up. sitting here thinking about it now. I'm like, that is really cruel. That's so, wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sam got a majority of the votes. Um, I don't even know how to read this. So, I'm going to read the first poll and then the second one I posted. The first one got 131 votes. Mm-hmm. Sam won 70% of those and Faramir 30% of those. And then, the second time uh, was higher up in the feed, so most people voted on this one. 347 votes, Ezra. It's crazy, man. I, guys, I love this. Like I said before, I remember when I used to geek out over 80 votes, and now that's quadrupled or whatever. Yeah. Uh, 347 of you voted. Uh, 67%, 67% said Sam Faramir had 33% of that vote. So actually, uh, Faramir got more than I thought because everyone loves Sam. And and he is the the perfect companion. But people had great comments. They were saying like, you know, um, people who were defending Faramir were saying, uh, you know, I Sam's great, you know, yeah, yeah. and it depends on I guess where I'm going into. But if I need someone to do battle for me, I'm going with Faramir. Oh yeah, yeah. If I need someone who's going to keep me straight and keep me from from descending into evil, I'm picking right. Sam. Right. You know. So a lot of people were yeah, as you said, were in, down in the comments saying. I'm not choosing. Right. That, too hard. No, I'm out. Too, I'm done. Can't do it. Um, so that's a fun way to engage. It's really, really cool. Yeah. Um, we had a bonus poll. Uh, Travis Sigler and Weird Leather and Meadery uh, are going to be releasing um, in the in the uh, not-too-distant future a mead that is dedicated to our beautiful book club. So this has got us really, really excited. It's crazy cool. Um, and he said, hey, let's put it to a vote. Let's see what people want to name it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so we put it out there. We said, select from the following or comment with your own name suggestion. If you like someone, someone's comment, it'll count as a vote. Okay. So we had the ideas for don't forget the sipping and Bjorn's bees. 
batch, kind of like uh, Burt's Bees, I guess, which would not be nice to drink, but it's yep. the only honey-related thing I can think of. Um, so 166 of you voted. 51% said don't forget the sipping. 49% said Bjorn's Bees. So split like right down the middle. That's but tough, yeah. Don't forget by a hair. Um, had some great comments. You guys uh, have better ideas than, than we do. Uh, Cameron Wright said uh, Meads of Moria. Mm-hmm. And he got 21 likes on that. Yeah. Brandy Buck Brews, Elendil's Elixir, and Mug of Metaseld. <laughs> Thomas awesome. Nelson said the Mead of Elendil and one Mead to rule them all. <laughs> yeah, it's... Mike Charles said Mithrander Mead. I mean, like, come on. Uh, yeah. You guys are killing it. Kurt Jones said Brave and True. Yeah. Which I, I think we need a beer named that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. like that. And Santeri said uh, Melon Mead. Which uh, wow. I'm digging. I'm digging. I think Sheriston had one too. Mm-hmm. Oh crap! And I can't find it now. Well, but it was awesome. Yeah, it, it was. It was excellent. So all your guys is go in and vote there if you want to. Also remember, if you want to get an um, unexpected podcast uh, coaster, that promo uh, Travis has let us know will be around forever. So if you want to order one of those, go to the website. Uh, use the promo code UPWEIRD. Uh, U-P-W-Y-R-D, and you'll get, uh, I think it's like 10 bucks and free shipping on one of those. I can't nice. totally remember, yep. but it's a discounted rate, and he'll send it to you, and it's uh, and they're cool coasters. We're seeing them floating around. They're, they're pretty awesome. They're awesome, yeah, yeah. And, and and thanks, Travis. Those guys yeah. over there are been real cool, just oh, yeah. um, nice to kind of get to, to know them, and uh, I don't know, man. We, we, I, Lynn and I were talking the other day, the excitement and the passion that he has for what he does yeah. and stuff. I, and, and they're really, really, he's really, really good at it too. Yeah, um, yeah. And I know he's, he's trying to campaign to, to get on that show on the yes, loader, on the loader Amazon show. So um, if he's got I'll something going on and we need to, we need to share that and, and tag him on Facebook as well, but he's doing something there. If you want to go support him and do that, that would be awesome. Um, but his, yeah, his, the stuff he's produced is unbelievable. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so so cool. good on them and, and thanks for the support there, brother. Yep. All right, man. We are into the reread. Holy crap, man. This is crazy. So um I need to get my floaties out. Get them on. Get you got your flo- bathing suit? Get my bathing suit. You All go right. do you go nude? Dude, I uh y- yeah, I would probably yeah, that's what I meant, right? We all meant the same thing there. Skinny bathing dipping. suit. Yeah. yeah. Gollum's not wearing much. Maybe it's a, a loin, maybe a loincloth. It's a forbidden pool. forbidden pool. So, like, I mean, why would we not? You know, might as well uh, be naughty. Yeah. So, <laughs> last couple weeks, though, I, I do want to just comment one more time. Had such a fun time talking with yeah. Kurt, and we're looking forward to having more folks on. Uh, I know we've talked to a lot of our patrons about, you know, and my mom too. How fun was it talking it was to my mom? Such a good I time. Mean, it, and it back was to actually, back, it kind of spoiled us. It was very nice just to hear what different folks focus on and are passionate yeah. about because I know even you and I kind of have our go-tos and, and our favorites and things that pop out that, mm-hmm. that we hone in on, but everyone listening is like, oh, you missed that line. Like this is, this right. is, I was waiting for you to talk about this moment and and it didn't happen, and it's just and they like, both brought that up too. Yeah, yeah. They're like there are times where I I'm yelling at the the phone or the yeah the speakers whatever. Yeah, right. So um, last week the the uh, let's let's go over just uh, in, in recap kind of the whole um, chapter I guess is that starts off just with um, Sam waking up and kind of you know seeing Frodo getting uh, in, in, interrogated. They're asking mm-hmm. more about the ring and. Uh, Faramir wants to know more about Boromir, yeah. what happened. A lot of, lot of uh, questioning there. We see that Frodo is 
very wise and yeah. respected his answers that, that, that you know when put to the test he gave he didn't give anything away but yeah. yet was very kind and courteous yeah. and I think Faramir had a earned, lot of respect for yeah, him yeah earned a lot of respect there yeah yep. so you know uh, he takes them back with him uh, he, he has to kind of decide what to do there's a lot of cool stuff I mean you really just need to go back and listen to the whole thing because there was so much that we just kept getting from Kurt and finding in the chapter that kept taking us deeper and deeper you know did we hear the horn blowing? Yeah, um, yeah. But, you know, did it actually, <laughs> did a great wind blow it, you know, to, to the ears of Faramir? Um, what was going on there? And I, I, I still would like to hear more. And you know what's, what's crazy is we're recording this right now, and we haven't actually, that episode hasn't dropped. Oh, yeah, it hasn't come out. And yeah. so we don't have that feedback. I'd love to hear, because that is, I think, the second part of our conversation just last week. Yeah, that we and had. that needs to so, be a poll, too, doesn't it? I need yeah, to put that out there. I, yeah. I, I think that'll be interesting to kind of hear what folks thought about that yeah you know because it's and did he really see him or was that a a dream yeah right you know in the boat yeah exactly yeah it it was it was such a because there there is a lot there that you can kind of interpret and and look at and and, and dig for those details to see as to as to whether he was having visions or and even just his character right too being so focused on fate and Uh and things just being kind of like almost preordained or or meant to be kind of idea so he would be more prone to think even if it was a vision, that it was real. Yes. You know, it's in his character to believe that kind of stuff. Um, right. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely. So yep. um, to kind of go on a little bit, they eventually get into Sildor's Bane, and they, they talk about what that is. Faramir was nearing the mark there he, when he, you know, uh, he, he was, he was kind of guessing as to, as to in his mind what he thought that may be. And yeah. Sam at one point blurts out that it's a ring. Yep. The ring. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, as, there it is. It's yep. out. Um, oh, Gamgee. No, you know, so. And they, more talking, basically, you know, t- the theme there, I think, was just earning Faramir's trust, building him up as, as a character who could resist the power of the ring. Yeah. Didn't even want to see it. Maybe that would have right. changed if he would have seen the yeah, ring. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I feel like he knew it was right there, and there's got to be some some pull that's happening, right? He, sure. He, that ring wants to get into um, his hand, doesn't it? I mean, he has that. he has that sort of monologue where he says, you know, here I have you. The edge of the wild, uh-huh. yeah. Host yeah. of men at my command, and the right. ring right here. Yeah, and he laughs it off, but at the same it time, off. Is, he, is he battling something? What there? is he battling something? Yeah, hey. yeah. I don't know. Tolkien, so, you genius. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, um, Faramir is shocked to find out that his brother had been a little bit guilty, um, just in 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 how he approached Frodo. Mm-hmm. And we had a really good conversation with Kurt about what was it in his vision. How did he see Boromir's face? And what was it? You remember we, yeah. I had I had Kurt kind of looking up yeah. there last week. What was going on with? It was like sweeter in life, sweeter in death than it had been in life, or whatever, right? Yeah, he, it, he it, was more at peace. Like exactly. he died in good terms. He died, yes, yeah. he died in the redeemed light. Himself. It, it was what yeah. I think of it is, is like if he did a dark deed just beforehand, yeah. yeah, he redeemed himself and died in the light because of what he saw in his vision, you know, um, yeah. and that made me feel good to hear, because you know, think about that, not knowing what happens to your brother out on the battlefield right. or wherever he went, you've lost him. What was the last thing that you said to him? Sure. Did he die in the light? Did he die in the, in yeah, darkness uh, alone um, with companions? All of that. Right. Yeah. So Gosh. we'll get more on that later, but it's, it's, it was neat to kind of have that, um, that thought from Faramir and, and his vision. So yeah, at, at the very end, Frodo just kind of collapsed with, uh, they're exhausted. They're catching up on sleep. This is a good time for them to get provisions and mm-hmm. get caught up. And, uh, yeah. So then they, they end up going to bed there and, um, 
Sam expressed his newfound trust of Faramir. So yeah. when Sam trusts you, and you, you've, you've, I mean, he's the one keeping an eye out for Frodo, yeah. right? And he's watching this guy, watching how his master's being um, grilled in a sense. Yeah. And, you know, had a lot of, had, had a lot of respect for Faramir sure. in the end there. So. And, and kind of sees how similar they are as, as, uh, as characters and, and people. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the summary for this chapter, um, Frodo's kind of woken up middle of the night by Faramir. Who, uh, who needs his advice, um, takes him to this cliff that looks over the, uh, over the waterfall into a pool. And, uh, you know, there's this creature down there. It's mm-hmm. in the pool. Not allowed. <laughs> Shouldn't be there. Should not be uh, there. On penalty of death, actually. Um, and uh, Frodo recognizes this character, or this creature down there, as Gollum. Um, who had followed them, you know, it was that giant black squirrel that, um, oh gosh, what's his name? Can't remember his name now. The one guard starts with an A had, uh, seen mm-hmm. and thought it was just a big old black squirrel. Yeah. Came from Mirkwood, maybe who knows? Uh, <laughs> um, so Faramir wants to know more about this creature and he asked Frodo, he's like, you know, should I kill him? It, that's what's right to do. Is this, is this what I should do? Frodo begs him not to. Um, uh, there's com- kind of almost a moment of hesitation, if I remember correctly from reading this, where he's like, uh, you know, maybe, or maybe it was Sam thinking it, you know, maybe, uh, you know, Gollum, shoot Gollum and he's gone and then we're, we're rid of him. But Frodo has this connection. He's got this, this uh, tie to Gollum. You know, he was a ring bearer. Yeah. Um, and he's proven himself uh, to a certain extent as a reliable guide. Um, he hasn't, tried to kill them uh he hasn't had to be bound he's gone off on his own at times and he doesn't you know frodo doesn't know about the conversations he's had over top of him when he's sleeping but sure. to, in frodo's mind he's become a reliable guide and and he wouldn't want to i think i think that you know if he okayed that end for Gollum, he wouldn't be able to live with himself because the words of gandalf would would be in his head right um you know many who who give yeah, he, death <clears throat> you know and later on, we'll hear it, he expressed so many times that yeah. you're under my protection or that, yeah. you know, uh, gave him his word, had him swear on the precious, you yeah. know, so there's. Yeah. Um, so uh, it kind of asks if, if uh, um, you know, if Gollum knows about the ring and Frodo says, no, he doesn't know about it um, um, and carried it himself for some time. Um, sorry that he does know about it and did carry it for himself for some mm-hmm. time. Yep. Um, so. They don't. They don't shoot him. They let. They actually go down with uh, Frodo so that he can go and kind of try to coax him out, um, and and does after some persuasion. But uh, Gollum is is taken uh, by Faramir's men and feels betrayed. Even in the book here, we learn that he spits on Frodo as he's led away, which is even more intense than the films. Uh, oh yeah, like yeah. spitting. I mean, that's just crazy. The visual of that is like yeah. Um, Wow, he felt he. I think even more on a deeper level, Gollum felt really betrayed. Yep. Um, yep. So Faramir's got to talk to Gollum. He wants to know what he knows. Um, Ask him if, he, if he's ever been to this area before. Doesn't believe him. Doesn't trust him. Um, and uh, he, Frodo, you know, sticks up for him and says that he doesn't want him to be harmed, and that um, he doesn't want. Uh, uh, you know, he doesn't want him to be killed. He yeah. he kind of vouches for him, um, and it's it's Faramir who who warns him of because he, he finds out the way that Gollum plans to lead him, and Frodo is warned by Faramir that you know this may be a way in, 
Sure. But it's a dangerous way. Yep. You know, that there's a some sort of dark shadow there. There's a history to that, by the way. Yeah. And, and it was something I wish I would have done a little bit more digging at the beginning. So those of you who are listening on Discord know what we're talking about. Uh, if you want to put some tidbits in there about, oh, yeah. about that location, uh, yeah. we'd love to talk more about it in depth. <clears throat> and uh, so sort of just kind of leaves him with that warning that, uh, you know, you, it, there, there's a danger there that, that um, not many even know about, but it, it is a very real danger. And uh, pretty much says this is a, it's a hopeless thing you're doing, but, um, you know, do as you will. Right. So we're kind of left on that note. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so this is this, this um, we've got this waterfall yeah. going into this, you know, pool. We've got this um, really cool kind of uh, setup here. And it's the ultimate hideout. Yeah, it is. And what's interesting is there's some questioning of Gollum as to how he got here. Wow. How is it that he ended up here? True. That's true. Yes. Which, right, it's, it's sort of like, did you follow us? Is it the pool of the ring? Which yeah. they don't really say, but right. I mean, I'm kind of leaning towards maybe that might be some of how it's so easy for him to track. Right. Although the hobbits are, you know, but these were, they were guided into this place. They were blindfolded. Right. You know, these, these, um, Faramir and his men are, are stealthy. Yes, they are. You know, so I feel like they cover their tracks well. They're, they are, there is a large group of them. Yep. And, 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 you know, uh, we know that Smeagol's a sneaky fella. Right. But it's almost but, impossible for them to, to, to believe that he was able to follow them. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, right. like, there's no way you could have. So what are the odds that he's here? So right. Faramir's in a position where he's, he's needing to seek counsel. Um, he had heard that they had this other companion last chapter. Yeah. Uh, at the very beginning of it. And... Now I think it says a lot about him that he would go ask before, like otherwise. Oh yeah, sure. Why isn't he? Why didn't they just kill him on sight? Right. But he looks pitiful. He's a yep. creature. They yep. keep, you know, they they call him. They refer to him as a creature. Yep. Uh, they almost have pity on him. I think a yep. little bit, but they just don't. You know, this is who you're traveling with. It's more right. of a mystery. Right. And they almost want to inquire as to what's going on here. Like this is. And really, I mean, this this is what's crazy, man. If you think about it, like. It, this has to be Faramir, right? For the story to continue on in this way, this has to be Faramir in charge of these men who could kill Gollum because, mm-hmm. you know, the table was set the previous chapter um, where, you know, he talks about not, not killing without thought right, and grieving the fact even when he does have to kill. Yeah. So the fact that you're right, the fact that he goes and asks, um, asks Frodo for his advice this is in for, this is in Faramir's character. It's this is who he is. He doesn't do anything hastily, right? He's a very entish, entish man, right? Um, and and not above. I mean, so because I'm thinking like people always talk about what if Boromir and Faramir had been switched, and like what if this was Boromir? If this is Boromir. First of all, who knows if they would be in this hideout in the first place, right? Maybe the if as soon as the ring was taken, it would have been. Or that's discovered, it would have been taken. Yeah, or they something rushed back, right? Yeah. Um, but if they're in this position, Boromir's not going to ask Frodo for, "Hey, man, what do you think? You think I should shoot this guy or what?" He's going to shoot him, right? You know, and that's <gasps> the difference of the brothers. And how are you okay over there? Oh, I'm sorry, dude. I am like got a fish scale stuck. There's a scale on the back of my throat. Uh, wasn't supposed to swallow the bones. It's just, it's just sort of fitting, right? That this character who believes in fate, it's fateful that he's the one. In this position, I got you. Yeah, because it it uh, it, it allow because we need Gollum. Sure, we and do. We hate that fact, but we need Gollum. And <clears throat> spoiler alert, you know, 
if, really need if, to... <laughs> if not for Gollum, the story doesn't end so happily. Yeah, and I know that the way it, the way it happens isn't um, isn't enjoyable for our characters. It's it's painful right. and hard, and and a lot is lost in the end. But without right. him, yeah, we need him. Absolutely, yeah. So just to kind of. The beginning bit here, it's it's just it's it is beautiful. There's there's this yeah. uh, they, they talk again about the waterfall and the dazzling pale yeah. light. Yeah, veil of silk through. and pearls and yeah, silver this, thread. It's oh, gosh. There's a curtain, gorgeous. Right? Yep. Um, so and they're kind of dreamy, walking. Yeah. Waking up out of the sleep. Uh, yep. uh, you know, Frodo goes first. We really see it from Sam's perspective as well. So he rolls over and sees that his master is, you know, gone uh, with with yeah. with Faramir, and um, <clears throat> so. Isn't it crazy too? I'm gonna go Holy back as you're coughing. I'm gonna go back to the first line because it's just I think it's really powerful uh, when he awakes and he sees Faramir bending over him, and for a second, old fears seized him, and he sat up and shrank away. Mm-hmm. You can just visualize this, and you can imagine. I mean, you know, he's thinking he's thinking Boromir, uh, uh, and how Faramir just says, "There's nothing to fear. <clears throat> Don't be afraid. It's okay." Yeah. I just I just fall in love with this character more and more. It's like he's I've I've overlooked him in the past probably because I'm so in love <clears> with Aragorn, <throat> he's my favorite, but the Faramir reminds me so much of Aragorn. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he because, does. You know, it, like when we first meet Aragorn, he's Strider and he's sort of this who is this guy? He's rough around the edges, don't really know what to think about him, and then we realize like his heart is shown again and again and again. Faramir because of his association with his brother we're sort of afraid of and we're not really too sure about we're apprehensive and through his heart again and again so they parallel each other that way just unbelievable yeah unbelievable can, can I'm I done say, I quit I'm done. I'm done. you're done you're done you're out that's well too that's unfortunate because I have a fish scale stuck in the back and of my throat you can't breathe and I can't breathe or uh, swallow it actually does feel like there's something lodged in the back of my throat it might be so weird um, french fry <laughs> <laughs> anyways so one of the things um that I was noticing at, at, at the at the beginning here, you said it is is the uh, the watchfulness of, of his men around yeah. this area, yeah. and uh, I think the the guard you were looking for was is is it uh, Onborn? Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and so he's the one who kind of uh, notifies them, and they they go down with him. Uh, they see that it's Gollum in, in the in the pool there, um, and they basically they say they can take him out. I mean, they they yeah. like I think Frodo even has sort of a an option here right like if he doesn't yeah i i remember like a moment of hesitation almost yeah shall um, we shoot said faramir turning yeah. quickly to frodo frodo did not answer for a moment right what i think he's maybe in shock too that he's like this is happening is there a part of frodo that wants him dead though too um is there a small <clears throat> very small part huh. i it may what do you think you what think I it's think, more shock no i actually think it may be more that he for one moment Weighed whether or not uh, sparing Smeagol would interfere with the relationship he just built with Faramir and these men, and them allowing him to go on his quest. You know what I mean? That's maybe that's because excellent. because of the nature of of Smeagol and just how he looks, and uh, he looks like someone that they that if he were crossing their land, they would have killed him. They kind of say that, yeah. you know, that he would have been, you know, dead. Um, and the only reason they're hesitating now, the only reason, is because of what, you know, Frodo had said when they were in that crescent, you know, uh, moon-shaped uh, little session that they had at the yeah. beginning of last chapter. Yeah. So, 
Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Maybe the, maybe you're right, though. Maybe that there is a moment where he's kind of thinking. It's just one of those little lines that holds a lot of weight. You yeah. know, it's just yeah. it's a short sentence. Frodo did not answer for a moment. And yeah. it's like, what was going through his head in that moment? What was he weighing? He was weighing something in his head, you know. Or, or you're right. It is just kind of shock, like, oh, my gosh. You know. Hmm. I, I don't think know. he knows the, their laws, and I think he maybe understands... I'm just guessing here. I, oh, I, yeah. That, that maybe he would almost wonder, what is this going to do for me? For me, if, with if, if these Because we're just about, because yeah. they could take him. They've all, he's, he's, he's gotten, yeah. uh, Sam and he now were going to wake up in the morning and they were going to go on their way. Right. And Faramir had, they had his blessing and everything. But yep. now, you know, I know, do we claim this guy or not? I so yeah. I think that might have been some of it. Yep. That's good. That's a good point. <clears throat> so. Let's see, but yeah, he says, so you, you know what this thing is? Come now. Um, ha, you know, have you seen him? Tell me why it should be spared. Um, and so he kind of goes on. They, they talk about just how, where they had seen him, um, his ability to, to slip past them and, and, and to sneak around and to find this area, right, yeah. that they're in. And that he might not even know that they're there. He, right, yeah. You know, he says, mm-hmm. that, you know, that your men are so well concealed here, he might not even realize that he's mm-hmm. wandered into this place. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. So yeah, he's here to eat and 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 catch these uh, fish, right? Right. So yeah, he is lured here. You say, Faramir said in, yeah. in in a low voice. Can he? Does he then know of your, of your burden? burden? And the way they're yeah. discussing this too is so right tactful. Yeah, 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 yeah. He doesn't want a lot of men to know about this. No. I, if any, because because right. what would it do to their hearts? What could it do to their hearts? And, and yeah. would they would they seize it? Um, yeah. Would he have some sort of like, you know, mutiny among his own men here? Yep. So, yep, absolutely. Yeah. So it, it is precious to him, um, you know, but I did not speak of that. Uh, what then does the creature seek? And Frodo just says fish. Look, mm-hmm. but I think Faramir's on to something. I mean, they, I think Frodo's kind of covering there. I think yeah. that he could have. Because you know, he's shocked to realize that he bore it. Yes, right? he is. He bore it himself for many years. He bore it, said right. Faramir, breathing mm-hmm. sharply in. His wonder, uh, this matter winds itself ever in new riddles, which I think is cool. He's talking about riddles while looking at Gollum, which is how <laughs> yeah. he got the, how, how he lost the ring. Yeah, yeah. Um, or how Frodo got it in a way. Uh, then he is pursuing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So crazy, man. He has to go on to kind of explain that he's my guide. You know, and, yeah. And then they have to get into this. <laughs> You know, back and forth as to where they're going um, and, and why they, you know, how do you mm-hmm. get into Mordor and mm-hmm. uh, this creature is leading them. You'll find here in a second, we'll get into the treacherous way in which um, Faramir believes they're, he, they're being led into a trap. Yeah. Um, and that there's, he doesn't trust Gollum, you know, yeah. so yeah. there's that. But knowing that he's their, their guide, um, it just sort of says that, that this creature is, is bound to him. He takes ownership. He, t- he puts his... He risks a lot, you know, I think, mm-hmm. in, in taking uh, him on, you yeah. know. So yeah. he says, yeah, your, your guide, the matter becomes ever stranger. Uh, I would do much for you, Frodo, but this I cannot grant. To let this sly wanderer go free at his own will from here, to join you later, um, if it please him, or to be caught by orcs and tell all he knows under threat of pain. So he's got a lot to think about. You know, Faramir is not, it's like, it's not just really about this 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 creature what if he gets free and he lets people know it's yeah. dire times there there are armies marching and setting up shop there in mordor yeah you know and he's seen that they've just ambushed one uh, a, a group so yeah. 
Yeah, so he actually sends Frodo down, doesn't he? Yeah. It's also crazy, too, when, when Frodo's kind of talking him out of... Because Anborn's like, we got to shoot him, sure. Captain. We, we have to, right? And it's Frodo who brings up uh, Mithrander. Yes, right. That's Gandalf. Right. And he says, he would have you know, he would have bidden you not to slay him for that reason mm-hmm. and for others. And that he told the elves as well. So just kind of playing into those. We learned um, last chapter of, of uh, Faramir's uh, respect for Gandalf. You know, and that we, we that he saw him more as like this just this this scholar who was learning a lot in Gondor and in Minas Tirith in the in the, in the libraries. That's right. Yeah. Um, and so playing on the whole wisdom of Gandalf there, and then also we learned that uh, Faramir is one who reveres the elves, right? He's mm-hmm. he's a man who longs for that connection again between man and elf, and that he uh, he respects them highly. So he also plays on that there too. So it's interesting how Frodo is. Again, we, we don't give the guy enough credit. He's He is a tactician here, too, and how he's even appealing to Faramir. He's saying, like, look, Gandalf would advise you not to. Um, elves yeah. would advise you not to. I'm advising you not to. That's three. That's three again. Right. Yeah. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly two million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Three individuals uh, whom you respect and you've you've expressed. Man, I'm worried about Ezra. (coughs) I'm worried. (coughs) About... uh, you know, just just again playing into that. Like there, here are three different um, groups or people that would say it's unwise. Are you okay? I was picking at that that fish scale back there. <clears throat> you guys think I'm joking? There is something back there. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. It's probably from last week's breakfast. <laughs> probably. Probably. You know what's funny coming up here is. Um, when Onborn leads him down, he he kind of tells him to take a care to your right. If you fall in the pool, then no one but your fishing friend yeah. can help you. Gonzo. Uh, yeah, G- Gonzo. And I kind of thought, uh, what, what, what's he mean there? Is it hobbits can't swim? Or oh yeah, the water. Like, like I mean, I'm thinking. Um, I'm thinking. So there's a there's this place in Hocking Hills. Yeah. Which is about 20 minutes from here in Amanda, uh, and it's, I mean, people from all over the world come to see Hocking Hills. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. Not just from the state or the country, all over the world. Right. Um, but there's this place called the Devil's Bathtub. Okay. Where the water... There's several falls that go down into this little valley. It's be, we're going this summer. Okay. Because it's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and it just... It goes in and it churns and then it comes right out. But you'd imagine if you, if you slipped and fell in there, you might not be getting out. And yeah. it's called the Devil's Bathtub for a reason kind of thing. So Boy. I envision just like this water coming in and it's so sheer and jagged that yeah if you go in there you're getting the the almost like the the rip tide or whatever from the under, waterfall yeah, yeah. sucking you in <clears throat> right but being a hobbit wouldn't help you're right no nah, yeah yeah definitely not uh so as he makes his way down we kind of switch into this, this different voice we hear um 
Gollum speaking. Mm-hmm. And he actually, this is what kind of indi- like lets you know that he doesn't really know the hobbits are right up there. No. Does he? No, I don't think so. The men? I don't think he does no. either. I think he's I think he's followed them to a certain area. Yeah. And he's literally just hungry, so he's found right. this pool to go. He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know that he's that close that, yeah. to peril. I don't think. No, I don't think so either. Or he would be you know, in a different state here. And that's what makes know? the treachery almost harder, I yeah. think, in the end. Because, yeah. yeah. So, 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 you know, it's, he's talking about the fish and the hobbits abandoning, you know, abandoning him and, yeah. uh, nice fishes, nice fishes, you know, he's, 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 he's having a good time. He's, yeah, he's happy, but he's also, where are they? Where do they go? So yeah. I feel like he is drawn here. You know, I feel like there is some draw, some power, some other power at work that, that brings him to this point. But, and maybe he knows around about where they're at. So he's still in that same vicinity, but it, anyways, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, so Frodo ends up actually talking to him and says, you know, Smeagol, he said softly. Fish, nice fish, said the voice. Smeagol, he said a little louder. The voice stopped. Smeagol, Master has come to look for you. Master is here. Come, Smeagol. There was no answer, but a, but a soft hiss um, as of intake of breath. Mm-hmm. Come, Smeagol, said Frodo. We are in danger. Men will kill you uh, if they find you here. Come quickly. If you wish to escape death, come to Master. And he's not happy. He's, uh, <clears throat> you know, so so Master can wait. Smeagol hasn't finished. He's he's trying to get his fish, right? And he's trying to explain to him that there's no time. It uh, parallels actually the next chapter coming up where uh, Smeagol does the same thing for Frodo and yeah. Sam later yeah. on. But, yeah, yeah so, so there's no time. Bring the fish with you. Come on, you know, he try makes, to get him out of he there. Makes he makes three appeals. He makes three appeals. Oh, there you go. He makes three. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's Again, really, I, dude, I'm seeing three everywhere. What's going on, man? <laughs> it's, it's rough. Uh, and on the third, the third time, the thing that kind of gets him to come out is he says the the precious will be angry. The come, the precious is waiting. Ah, uh, yes. Kind of yeah. using that almost as bait. It's like against a, him. Yeah. It's like when you're trying to. Try, I don't know. And it talks about him uh, when he finally does come. He's he's crawling out on all fours like a a dog who's done something wrong. And you kind of think about that. You're like. You're trying to get a dog or, or somebody to do something, and you're thinking, gosh, what can I use to entice this person to come out of here? Okay, what do they love most? Um, you know, the ring. Let's right. just drop yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll do whatever drop, yeah. I can to mm-hmm. uh, to get them out and try and save them. So, right, yeah. Yeah. It, it, this is pretty bad. You know, it, it, it does is it, when he's kind of like really guiding, he gets him to go with him, right. just begs him to trust him, just right. come down here a little bit. Uh, come this way. I will save you. You have to trust me. Uh, but we have to leave now. And he's doubtful. Why? Why go at once? Yeah. Um, where's the other cross rude hobbit? Something's up. Yeah. He knows. Yeah, he does know. So away up there, he he, he mentions. And uh, he, he crawled along close to the brink uh, for a little while. Um, I love the part where they're nose to nose. Yeah. And he's sniffing at him. Right. Yes. Yes. Don't forget it. Don't forget it. <laughs> uh, so presently he stopped and raised his head. Something's there, he said. Not a hobbit. Suddenly he turned back. A green light was flickering in his bulging eyes. And there's that there light. it is, my yeah, friend. Back, right? yes. He had the pale look there, and then now back to the green uh, light. Oh, boy. Trixie false wicked, right? He spat and stretched out his long arms, and they take him. So, what and do you think? I mean, is, I mean, is that? Do you feel for him? I feel for him a little bit. Oh, I absolutely it's, do. He doesn't know. Well, and and Frodo does too, because at one point he's, um, uh, oh, it's where he asks where the where where Sam is, the cross root hobbit, and he says up there at the waterfall, um, 
I'm not going without him. We must go back to him. And it says his heart sank. This was too much like trickery. Yeah. Uh, he did not really fear that Faramir would allow Gollum to be killed, but he would probably make him prisoner and bind him. So Frodo's realizing what's going to happen here, too. And he, and he realizes that Gollum is going to... He, he knows that he's really, in actuality, saving him. It's either he's yeah. shot or he's brought up. <clears throat> right. Um, because it's the, it's the law. But in his mind, he's he knows how Gollum's going to interpret this. Right? So this, this trust they've built up, he's like, crap. I'm saving him, but I'm going to lose this trust. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think like that's probably, I don't know. Like I would think, um, I'm trying to think. I don't know. Like maybe maybe parents feel this way sometimes too. Like you're saving your your kid from something. You know what's best. Yeah, they're yeah. they're gonna hate you for it, but you're saving them from something really really bad. Um, yeah, you know, just that, that decision making the, the, that you <laughs> they want to touch the stove. Right, it's hot. That's right. all they wanted in life right. was to touch that stove because it's right. Everyone else is touching right there, and it sure. looks like it's something cool that we should it's be fire. It's fun playing with, yeah. right? But yeah. we have to take it away, and now we're crying and we're upset, and you know, all that yep. stuff. I don't oh, know. mommy, oh, oh, daddy. Yeah. So I don't know. It's the, yeah, totally. I, I think he, um, I do feel for him because just trying to get some food, trust his master, and he sees this as a as a betrayal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So he he feels wretched that he does say that, right? And yeah. and uh they they he talks with Sam a little bit about how they got him. Spitting on him, man. It's crazy. Yeah, where was that at? Did he did he actually Um yeah, he's he's uh it's after they they, they t- uh t- master master he hissed wicked Trixie false. He spat and stretched out his long arm with uh white snapping fingers. So even trying to to grab him. At that moment the great black shape of Anborn loomed up behind him. And came down on him. A large, strong hand took him in the nape of the neck and pinned him. He twisted round like lightning, all wet and slimy as he was, wriggling like an eel. Also, he's compared to a frog earlier. I always think of Jen Shepard because she talks about the, um, <laughs> the is it the a- animated, animated Hobbit yeah, where, yeah. where he looks a lot like a frog. He and, does, yeah. Um, but uh, biting and scratching like a cat. I, the comparisons to all these different animals, it's crazy. But two more men came up out of the shadows. Hold still, said one, or we'll stick you as full of pins as a hedgehog. Hold still. Just, yeah. Crazy, man. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> gosh, what has... Let me think about this for a second. You asked the best questions. What has Gollum done wrong? What are his crimes? Against so far. I mean, just in general. I know we've talked about this before. We talked about this before. So what when he has got he the done ring, wrong? He, I, at this point, when he as got a the reader, ring, I don't. I know there's a there's a backstory which we get in right. the films. Yeah, right. Well, and from and Gandalf even at the beginning. Oh, right, that's right. But 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 I think no, because I think we talked about this before. And and when Gollum got the okay, so he, I mean, I guess he did murder his cousin. That's, that's kind of bad. I, that's what I was trying to. That's kind of bad. The, yeah, but yeah. but after that though, he, what he did with the ring is he destroyed himself. Yeah. Or it destroyed him. Uh, he allowed himself to be destroyed. He didn't go out and like kill people or try to take over land. So I see what you're saying. Like well, in terms of having the ring, yeah. When people have used the ring, it's it's not the worst. I don't know. Yeah. Well, then that's what makes him. Pitiful. The reason I asked the question is because you know he he's he's the he, uh, Gollum says that the cords hurt us. Yes, it does. It hurts. We've done nothing. Yeah. I have to kind of agree right yep, now. And I this know, man. It, like like as far as Faramir knows. He's done nothing. That crime yeah. that he committed years and years ago has probably haunted and tormented him and right. twisted him up. And I'm sure that the, 
Ring had more to do with that as well, and it's just that's all he identifies with now. Yeah. But what has he done? Well, and we've we've seen in this journey. So it's a great question. We've seen in this journey so far that Frodo um, and his treatment of uh, this creature has pulled a lot of that Smeagol back to the forefront. Uh huh. Yeah. Yes. Has restored a lot of you know the the Gollum and Smeagol has been kind of able to suppress Gollum to a certain extent. Like he's gotten more power and reclaimed, you know, the goodness within himself. And yep. so, and, and understand that that wavers at times, right? Where he's thinking about taking them to her and all this stuff and his temptation to want to get the precious back. But he hasn't tried to take <clears throat> it. I yeah, mean, that's the thing. Right. Like, and there's been plenty of times where they've been asleep or Sam's let his guard down and he could have and he, and he hasn't. And so... And- and I know he's leading to something treacherous, you know. Yeah, right. Yep. But I, I just kind of, when you're sitting in judgment here of, of this yeah. creature who is just, you know, and he, uh, Fairmere says that it's, it's against the law. Essentially, it's, it's, it's death to even be here and to be looking upon this pool. Yeah, right. You know, it's like, he doesn't know that, right, does he? Doesn't. he? You know, yeah. so this seems a little unfair. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. Know. I mean, this, right now. this part in the movies is always hard to watch too. I think because it's just, especially that scene where they beat <clears throat> beat the crap out of them. It's yeah, like, oh my yeah. gosh, dude. I so, don't know. You, you definitely do pity our yeah. little our little foot pad. And, and, and Frodo's immediately working back to, to to try to like build some trust here. He he has them. You know, uh, Faramir gives him a blade to cut him uh, loose and and uh, helps him out of some of his bonds. His uh, from his cut the cords on Gollum's wrist and his ankles and raised him to his feet. Uh, come hither, said Fearmere. Look at me. Do you know the name of this place? Have you been here before? Yeah. Uh, he, he doesn't answer really. He kind of, um, he, well, he does. Later on, he says, uh, never came here, never come. Oh, let's see. Then Gollum dropped his head and shrank down until he was squatting on the floor, sh- uh, shivering. We doesn't know, and we doesn't want to know, he whimpered. Never came here, never come again. <coughs> I feel bad for him. Yeah, I, I, you uh. know. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, he, he goes on to kind of say, uh, Master knows, said Gollum with a sidelong glance at Frodo. Yes, he knows. We will, we will promise Master if he saves us. We promise to it. Yes. He crawled to Frodo's feet. Save us, nice Master, he whined. Smeagol promises to Precious. Promises faithfully. Never come again. Never speak of it. No, never. No, Precious. No. Um, and I think that conversation that had come up before about what, how could we trust this creature? What is it that he could, you know, how can we one believe the, you know, Gollum himself and then Frodo. um, And then there's that unspoken bit between Faramir and Frodo as to what burden Frodo bears. Right. And so now it's becoming ever more clear that this is something that, that a creature like this would swear to it, Uh you know, what Uh the heck is this? Uh Faramir has got to be, you know, like what's going on. Yeah. So, I don't know, they, and, and and they and they did discuss, you know, that in the previous chapter a little bit. The yep. you know, Sildor's bane and, and and what have you. So yeah, but I love too how he he appeals to Frodo. He says, "Are you satisfied?" Yeah, that's yeah, a lot of respect, do, right? He's, yeah, he's just uh, gosh, his character is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And just thinking, and just yeah, just thinking, he doesn't have to. He's asking. A, first of all, that's re- I mean, like especially thinking about like what the rest of the world thinks of hobbits. Yeah, right. Like, it's almost ridiculous to think about that. Like, hey, you satisfy? You're in my secret hideout with uh, this weird-looking creature who I think's a spy, 
who you've told me has connections to Isildur's Bane. And I'm going to ask you, are you satisfied here? Out yeah. of respect, be, uh, be, because of my respect for your opinion yeah. and your knowledge and your quest. Right. Yeah. It's awesome. It is awesome. What do you think about this, uh, the, the declaration that he makes? Um, as, you know, so finally he, oh, he's, yeah. he's satisfied, right? And he says the, to Frodo. Of freedom? Yeah. Yeah, of, of freedom, right? I declare you free in the realm of Gondor uh, to the furthest of its ancient bounds, save only that neither you nor any that go with you have leave to come to this place unbidden. This doom shall stand for a year and a day and then cease. And unless yeah. they come back to Minas Tirith and, right. you know, present themselves there at the city. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's basically, uh, does he give him a sheet of paper here or anything? Or is that, I mean, <laughs> what, like, are they who, keeping track of, they got the date written down? Who else is? Who, a year and yeah, a day. Where's the scribe? Um, I wonder if that's something, that's just so interesting. A year and a day. Yeah, a year and a day. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, written in some so. ancient, ancient text of, uh, of Gondor probably. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty amazing, isn't it? Uh, I wonder how much of this, too, is also for, for the men around. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, sure. as some sort of, uh, uh, like, making it official. Like, hey, if you guys didn't hear our conversations before, I'm letting Frodo go. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, he has freedom here, and, you know, we'll spread the word amongst our rangers that if, you know, any other group, I mean, I don't know. Are there other groups out there? I assume there are, or is this the only group in Athelion? I don't know. I don't know. Sure. And then how do they spread word to yeah. folks know that there's, uh, you know, they communicate two halflings that? traveling right. with, uh, right. you know, be on your guard and, and let right. them pass. Uh, it does say, I think it's next chapter. I'm getting them kind of confused, but just that there's nothing when they come back, oh, mm-hmm. the scouts come back. There's when, before they leave. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. It's like this eerie quietness that's going out there. That it's almost ner- it's it's like the calm before a, a great storm, yeah. you know, uh, as it's described. Now, what's I thought those this back and forth, this declaration where you know Frodo's bowing and, and saying he's agreeing to the terms that Faramir has yeah. has set yeah. and um, offers his service if, if that is of any worth to one so high and honorable. Yeah. Faramir says it is of great worth. Yeah. Uh, and now, do you take this creature Smeagol under your protection? I do. Take him under my protection, said uh, Frodo. Sam sighed audibly, um, but not at the courtesies of which, as any hobbit would, he thoroughly approved. So the courtesies, mm-hmm. you know, that, that uh, are, are going back and forth here. Indeed, in the Shire, such a matter would have required a great many more words and bows, <laughs> right? <laughs> so was, uh, I thought it was kind of cool. Just yeah. a lot more of, uh, you know, exchanging words and back and forth. They're <laughs> yeah. very direct here, these, yeah. these men of Gondor. They don't have a lot of time. No, right. You know, they're, they're, uh, they're at war, so... Sure. Yeah. Sure. So, all right. And this is where he kind of... Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, questions Gollum. You know, he, he makes some yeah, he promise does. that he won't lead him astray. Mm-hmm. But he also asks, whither uh, were you leading him? Gollum made no reply. That's once. Right. This I will have not secret. Or as I will not have secrets. Said Faramir. Answer me, or I will reverse my judgment. Still, Gollum did not answer. It's twice. I will answer for him. Said Frodo. He brought me to the Black Gate as I asked, but it was impassable. And then uh, Faramir says, "You know, there's there's no open gate into into Mordor. Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. get there. The nameless land." Uh, seeing this, uh, we turned aside and came by the southward road. Frodo continued, for he said. That there is, or there may be, a path near uh, to Minas Ethel. Minas Morgul, said Faramir. 
I do not know clearly, said Frodo, but the path climbs, I think, up into the mountains on the northern side of that vale, where the old city stands. It goes up to a high cleft, and so down to that which is beyond. Uh, yeah, and he says, you know, do you know the name of this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> um, Frodo says no, and Gollum finally answers, it is called Kirithungul. Um, no, I'm sorry, that's Faramir that says it. It is called Kirithungul. Is that not its name? Uh-huh. Um, and Gollum's like hissing and muttering to right, himself. Right, as, he, as he's saying he's it. He's like, because I, yeah, I'm caught here. Right. This, this Faramir ranger knows. knows. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, and uh, this is where Gollum kind of says there's no other way. Master says he has to get in, so we must try somehow. There is no other way. Uh, no other way, said Faramir. How do you know that? Yeah, and who yeah. has explored all the confines of that dark realm? So kind of questioning, like, how well, do you know so much I, about ins and outs of Mordor? Yeah, up Gollum. until this point, that is the thing. He, he is, up until the very end, before when they leave, he is trying to figure out who... Um, who they are? Yeah. What is what is going on here? You yeah. know, because because Frodo hasn't given up everything. Right. True. That's so, true. Um, yeah. Um, so, I'm sorry, I was looking up Kirithungul, just kind of looking at yeah. a, a, a little bit because I know we're going to get to that in a second, and I I, I want to uh, talk more about it. But yeah, it's definitely not something that you know Faramir is happy to hear. Yeah. As we said in the summary, he he, he this this upsets him a little bit, uh, knowing the path that they're going to take. And and he senses, he senses. At one point, it says that he actually feels treachery from Gollum, yeah. and he mm-hmm. warns Frodo before he leaves. So mm-hmm. that's that's coming up. Um, yeah, he actually says, uh, Frodo, I think you do very unwisely in this. Said yeah. Faramir, I do not think you should go with this creature. It is wicked. Um, yeah, no, not altogether wicked. Said Frodo, not wholly, perhaps. Said Faramir, but malice eats it uh, like a like a canker, and the evil is growing. <sighs> He will lead you to no good. Um, if you will part with him, I will give him safe conduct. So now he's saying, look, this is bad, and I don't know what's going on here, but here, if I have to, I'll give him safe conduct. If it's about his safety yeah. uh, and you're worried about you know, uh, someone killing him, I'll guide him to the points yeah. of the border on Gondor, you know, wherever you know, we want to go there, and I'll send him off this direction, and you guys can go your own way. Uh, so he's very concerned. And, and yeah, and Frodo says, you know, he wouldn't take it. He wouldn't take your guidance and that no matter where you take him, he'd be pulled back to me. Yep. And so it's almost like Frodo. I wonder if that also is in Frodo's decision making. He's like, I'd rather have him close by. Yeah. And, and taking me in whatever dangers he might lead me to than me trying to find my own way. Because really, if we think about this, if we step back and think about this again, he's in uncharted territory. He's unfamiliar with this. They wouldn't have gotten this far without Gollum. They don't know where they're going. They don't know uh-huh. the secret yeah. way in. Yeah. And um, if they're out there trying to figure it out and Gollum is left to be, you know, uh, a little footpad again and sneaking around and trying to, um, you know, um, uh, sneak attack him. Yeah. It's, it's better to have him close and, and try to earn his trust again. I don't know. I mean, it's just like, what else is what else is Frodo going to do? He's, he's resigned to this doom. True. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, he, he is. That he knows. is something that he talks to Faramir about, right? Is that yeah. like. Like, what am I supposed to do? Right. You know? Although, I was looking on the big map. There's a back door to Mordor, by the way. I don't know if anybody saw it. All it's the way down huge, south. Huge back door. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, like... And then the question why is, not, uh, how much of the Haradrim would you have to get through to get good there? Good God. Who knows? Harad is down to the oh, south, yeah. right? And so, yeah. it's but, but, yeah, they don't know that. That was one of those right. those white spaces on the map, right? 
Yeah, that it was just kind loader of like, on Prime hadn't uh, filled in yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Gee, many Christmas. We're learning so much. Um, oh jeez. So they go back to Kirithungal and just how uh, you know this is a, a place that they're very much being warned not to go. Yeah, a lot of foreshadowing, not good, etc. Yeah. And, and there's more that that Smeagol knows that he's not telling them. You know what I think Smeagol knows? Huh? You know what I think Smeagol knows? Knows what? Do you know what I think Smeagol oh, knows? Oh, 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 oh. I, uh, that, yeah. I think he knows that. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he started a podcast. He caught me off guard there. <laughs> Lord of the Rings podcast. But we've got to get the name. Absolutely. Just so. Just right. Yeah. So let's, let's spitball, brother. Got any ideas? Uh, yeah, it's um, the Eyes Bright, Fingers Tight podcast. Oh, I like that. Wow. There's, I mean, you could take that a number of ways. You could. Listen with Pity and Disgust podcast. Yeah. I wonder how many uppers do that from time to time. <laughs> I guess I'll listen to it. Oh, Jeez, boy. guys. Jamie. You missed that again. Yep, there it is. Yeah. They'd like to be, uh, you know, nose to nose with us. So the nose to nose podcast. Wow. Right? Couldn't forget the sniffing then. What about the new riddles podcast? Sort yeah. of mentioned here. Yeah, right. new spin on the old uh, riddles. Yeah, can you imagine a podcast of us just telling riddles the whole time? That'd be crazy. Like us going back and forth in riddles. <laughs> you tell them up on the I... internet. Ask Jeeves the newest riddle. Oh, gosh. Yeah, okay. What's in my pocket? I don't want to know. <laughs> That's <laughs> the name of the. We're getting cl- one. We're getting closer. Yeah, maybe one of these days, man. Absolutely. Until then, back to Athelion. Right. Hey, that's the, a name right there. Yeah. Long. That's good, though. I like that one. I don't think it's used, though, probably. So probably. we'd have free control. Wouldn't have to worry about anybody getting upset. Yeah. Uh, back to the things that Gollum knows. Get that. You know? I did get it, actually. Uh, you know, he's, he's one, there's more that Yeah. he's just not letting on. He's, he's not yeah. telling them the full truth here. And it's kind of like when, you know, he chooses to take the hobbits, to take uh, Frodo very literal when they go to the Black Gate. Uh-huh. And so, you know. Yeah, that's he, the... that's the He knew. Everybody's playing he, each other here, kind yeah, of. Yeah, I mean, he could have explained more. He could yep. have said what was there. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, could get, he could outline all of the dangers ahead, but sure. he's not. No. You ask for a way, and here I go. Yeah. You know? Is there another way? This is the way that I know. You know? I don't know. So... Was that, it actually was that was, his plan all along? Yeah, yeah right, right. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know? I don't know. I don't know. So this next bit is the, is the bit I was talking about like, like later on where it talks about uh, uh, Minas Morgul and, yeah. and, and the, uh, that had passed into evil very long ago. Um, j- just the, the, the perversion of this land, the, this, yeah. this region of, of Gondor, right? Yeah, it's so crazy, isn't it? You want to yeah. read some of this stuff? Sure, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Uh, kind of asks, uh, what do you know against this place that makes it... Uh, its name so dreadful, uh, Frodo asking this. Nothing certain, said Faramir. We of Gondor do not ever pass east of the road in these days, and none of us younger men has ever done so. So that's also really interesting to think about. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is just this is passed on legend. Nor has any of us set foot upon the mount, upon the mountains of shadow. Uh, of them we know only old report and the rumors of bygone days. But there is some dark t- terror that dwells in the passes above Minas Morgul. If Kirithungul is named, old men and masters of lore will blanch and fall silent. So they turn white. Wow. Uh, so the, 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 the power 
And even though we haven't been to this area for a long time, the power of the terror there is so strong uh, that it comes immediately back to you. See, and I hate to jump ahead, but that Minnesota was this twin sister city of their own. Yeah. Yep. That had been turned and lost. Is, is that a part of you remember? Uh, was it last chapter or the chapter before we were talking about how? Yeah, it is. Like mm-hmm. how they had grown. Yeah, sleepy. Sleepy, essentially. Yep. Yeah, yep. And, and how the 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 darkness and they they weren't as watchful, right? And, right. And, and so that's how the enemy crept back in and, and took over some of this territory. Yeah. And if you look, I'm going to look it up right now just to make sure. I've looked at this area a million times, but you know, before you say before you say anything, you want to make sure you get it right. I believe yeah, that yeah. on the map. Um, you've got Minas Tirith, mm-hmm. and the road leads to Osgiliath, and mm-hmm. then you've got Minas Morgul, or when it was Minas Ethel, yeah. Minas Morgul, and they're, they're three in a line. It's just like right sister city, as in got like it. they're right across um, uh, from each other, and they, they line up mm-hmm. these three points. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, and just talking about how it was uh, proud and fair, a strong place, and how we learn later on that it's almost like a, uh, Osgiliath, it's, it was like a pre-Osgiliath, right? Because Os- Osgiliath has started to fall, and the, the dark, darkness has started to take that over as well. Yeah. Um, uh, it's just crazy to think about. He talks about the black Numenorians, right? Yeah. Isn't um, that, that's interesting. That was yeah. what, what caught my attention. Um, yeah. Just that, that they were... Um, but it was taken by fell men whom the enemy in his first strength had dominated yeah. and who wandered homeless and masterless after his fall. Mm-hmm. Man, uh, it is said that their lords were men of Numenor yep. uh, who had fallen into darkness, into dark wickedness. Yep. And so he's talking about the ringwraiths. I mean, yeah, that's, he is. That's yeah, to them, the enemy had given rings of power. And it's a cool, isn't it a cool way to, because we've heard Gandalf talk about them. Right. And so this is kind of Faramir's version too. And like using the term black Numenorians, it's just, it's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. It's so, really cool. Living right. ghosts, they, be, they are become uh, terrible and evil. Wow, I mean that, that's yeah. that, that makes it that much more. I guess you know, in this in this reread, this is why we do it, right? Because th- heck, no, I'm not going, you know, <laughs> yeah. through here now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. If I were these Frodo, are the guys I was running putting, from. Exactly. Right. I'm putting two and two together here, going, uh, yeah. what? Yeah. These fellows again. And, and let's not forget that wound he carries too. Uh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The Morgul yeah. blade that that uh, the Witch King, you know, is going right back into his house here, pretty much. Um, also, uh, I think it's cool how he talks about, uh, let me see here, the land, how the land seems empty, but it's not so for a shapeless fear lived within the ruined walls and how it's a valley, um, full of decay. Dude, the, like legitimately, this is their, their stronghold. Yeah. This is where they're, yeah. they're, they're at, you know, I yeah. mean, this is, it's, it's radical. Um, yeah, they filled this, it seemed empty. Yep. But it was not it's so, not. right? Uh, all this decay that was that was there. Uh, it's, yeah. it's a place they won't even travel. These strong men of of Gondor won't go there. Yeah. Um, Full of lidless eyes, sleepless malice. And is this really the way that Smeagol, you know, came back through? It's a great question. You know, and that's that's maybe that's the whole perspective of was he allowed to escape? You know, he thought he was. He thought he was escaping or whatever but there were these eyes watching him the whole time letting him pass through you know is that part of it too maybe escaped or set loose you know yeah yeah when there's Uh that whole you know did he really escape or was he meant to believe that he was that he escaped right yes or was that his perspective uh 
My gosh. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. I, I'm having like the literally questions are popping in my head <laughs> as we're as we're recording this. So let me read a little bit more here. So um, right in this because I really like this part. Um, nine lords there were, and after the return of their master, which they aided and prepared in secret, they grew strong again. Yeah. Then the nine riders issued forth from the gates of Hor, and we could not withstand them. Do not approach their citadel. What? You will be a spy. (laughs) It is a place of sleepless malice, full of lidless eyes. Do not go that way. Um, Man, okay, let me think here for a second. I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, when... I have to go back and look in, in, in some of the histories. You know, you get that connection in um, the the Hobbit trilogy where mm-hmm. they go Dull and look. Door. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and they're they're banished. Right. Yeah. It's just making me think of all of that. And, and well, I guess it's, point. It's the necromancer is banished, but yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. but you remember when when uh, you know they're suspicious about you know um, yeah whether or not the you know the nine could be yeah. Out and, yeah. and, and, yeah, and, and right around. All this was done in secret. You know, yeah. this was yep. all. Yep. Uh, they were aiding their master in secret. He was. He was. He was gaining that power yeah. there in secret, and un- unfortunately, you know, um, deceived many. That you know, the, the the council didn't see him returning. I mean, you know, so it's crazy, isn't it? It is. This whole I bit, st- though, to, to think that that's where the ring is passing through is just kind of nuts to me. I, I right. Uh, right. Uh, the clo- what does uh, Pippin say in the films? The closer we are to danger, the further we are from harm. <laughs> yeah. And it's that like that kind of idea that, and it's the whole idea of the the quest, right? That the fact that, and this is a movieism too. I don't, I can't remember if we've read it over it or not. But Gandalf says, you know, the fact that the ring would go right back into Mordor is beyond Sauron's wildest imaginations. Like he would never think. Of us doing so, something so bold or so like, uh-huh. you know, reckless in, in a sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the reality that it's going right under their noses, and that um, you know that the that forces are gathering there too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And waiting to be unleashed on Minas Tirith. It's crazy, man. Well, it's just crazy. to think the, the the power in 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 how they could sense the ring. Sure, right. You know, and, and now this is passing through an area that uh, you know is is tainted with with their. So that makes you that makes you wonder, right? Like yeah. what what because we all the time we're talking about the power of evil, the power of evil, the power of evil. Sure. What power of good is over Frodo, protecting him? So that that sensation of the ring going right through there is not so easily discernible, right? Is there some yeah? yeah. Is there some cloak of protection? You know, is it? Woven into the very fabric of their, of their garb. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what is that? I don't know. I don't know. Is like, it something I, about hobbits and their nature? Sure. You know. Sure. Just in that. You know. Yeah. Um, there's something indefinable about Frodo, isn't there? Well, I, I tell you, everyone you what, who meets him says there's something different about you. The You're more not, I, I, I learn about halflings and hobbits, and the more I look at this, they got pointy ears, man. They do. They That's do. all I'm saying. But, but also. I think it's one of those unexpected things that that many did not fo- see that like they're not in the old lists. Yeah, they're not in the old songs. Yep. The great and wise don't really know. Treebeard much about, goes, you know? huh? What? I mean, that's Yorks. Oh. Interesting. So I don't know. There's yeah. something to hobbits. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but yeah, just to finish this up, I mean, um, 
you know, Frodo kind of asked, where would you direct, where, where would you yeah, direct? What are you going like, to have if me do? If man? we're not going to go this way, then, then where should we go? And, and he even brings up to the point that like, if we were to take this thing, let's say we take this thing to Gondor. Yep, Minas Tirith. It, yeah, yep. exactly. Would Minas Tirith turn into another? Would we have? Would there be two cities of Minas Morgul? Yeah, yeah, two cities grinning at each other across a dead land filled with rottenness. And there's some. There's a lot of wisdom in what he's saying there. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think it's like it's Farmer's going. Oh yeah, crap. I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. Guess there is no hope then. Right. This might be your best option, and it's and it's hopeless. Like that's that's. <laughs> I do not hope ex- to see you again on any day <laughs> under the sun. Dude, and again, here's the I, here, so here's the difference between Faramir and Boromir, right? Like, Boromir knew the plan. He knew the plan for a lot longer than Faramir does here to take Isildur's Bane into the fires of Mount Doom and have it destroyed. And Boromir even more, knew more details. I guess so you could argue that, that sure. also drove him more mad, but he knew more details as to what specifically what Isildur's Bane was, all this stuff. And Faramir here is hearing the same stuff, and he's like, all right, you know, all I can do is give you my advice and tell you that I think this is hopeless and that it's, it's going to end poorly and that this creature is leading you to destruction, but it's your decision, Frodo, and I'll help you any way I can, but I can't make that decision for you. Yeah. And that's pretty amazing. That is. is like the, what, there's no bigger... Yeah, yeah. It's and th- this guy, who's like the last, mm. his brother's dead now. He's the last. Uh-huh. Uh, they turn to him. Yeah, he he is he's he's essentially the leader of Gondor at this point. Yeah, let's go. Because Daddy's I mean, not doing anything. Like he is, yeah. he's he's out there on the front lines. He is I, essentially I, the steward of Gondor, the future steward of Gondor, and t- yeah, he is. And and I tell you what, you know. Until I had done this reread and I had heard, I get the enthusiasm from Kurt and others yeah. about Faramir. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm, I'm like locked in. You know, I always liked him. Yep. But now it's like to hear what other other people's thoughts and comments, and uh, for them to pull apart his words and, and the you know meaning behind them. And yep. like this last bit here where he's talking about, um, you know, um, I do not hope to see you again uh, on any other day under the sun, but you shall go now with my blessing upon you. Yeah. And upon all your people, rest a little. And so he's preparing food there and things. And he, he, he kind of says to him, you know, like, I, I do wonder about this creature, Smeagol, and, and how he came in possession of the thing which we speak. But that, there's no time for that. Yeah. But he does sort of hope, um, if ever beyond hope, you return to the land of the living and we retell our tales, sitting by a wall in the sun, laughing mm. at old grief, mm. you shall tell me then. Until that time or some other time beyond the vision of the seeing stones of Numenor, farewell. I, I don't know. I just really like him. I really like him. I do, too. Well, and, uh, I, I think part of it, too, right, is we're oversaturated, to use your term, oversaturated with the movieisms. Yeah. And is Faramir like this in the movies? No, <laughs> dude. No, not as no. much. Not as much. He, he's, he's, no. Yeah, there, there are a couple things where even just the, you know, um, body language and, and what is... I've envisioned it a little bit differently, I guess. Too. You know, now that I've yeah. gone back through again and really looked at him closer, I the more I do, I think of him and much more like Aragorn. Yes, actually. Yes. You know, is is, is how I a good partner for Aragorn kind of view him. So, yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh, man! Any other good just, chapter? Like, yeah, it was a great chapter. Um, like overarching just thought things i want to go look up after this yeah. uh, i, I want to look up you know more of just this this region this area we didn't really have uh is there a map there wasn't a map in here was there of athelion or of specifically the forbidden pool 
No, of 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 Athelion, just this area. Yeah, I um, was there one in here. I posted one on the group. There's okay. one I found. Oh yeah, you sent me that one. Yeah, yes. okay, there's yeah. one I found. I I don't know the source exactly, but it, it is an incredibly detailed. detailed wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, and that's how we kind of talked about the um the shape of it. I never realized really that the shape is almost in a crescent moon kind of shape, and so if that's also part of why uh-huh. Athelion earned its name, but um it's beautiful. It's really detailed and. Uh, Shows you how it's a. It, there's a lot of north and south, and not much east west. It's a. It's 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 even. So they're feeling kind of pinned in, uh, because of the strength of Mordor and because Gondor is is waning. Also, right. it has to do with the crescent moon waning. Um, yeah. But um, also just like the, uh, physically they're real tight. It's a real tight area. There's not a whole lot of, um, breathing room really at all between Gondor and Mordor. It's just battle zone man so yeah it's a sliver yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. As, as i look at it here yeah. i wow that's that's interesting if you have a chance to, ch- to check out this it's a map, great map dude. you posted this in the group didn't you i, I believe think. i did yeah i think so yeah I think so it okay. was because it was after um when we read with mom and she had some questions and stuff and i was like man i didn't really have images of uh mm-hmm. of athelion up but yeah yeah okay awesome. no I, I thought it was great um again more more uh faramir um I don't know, and just this foreboding of where we're about to go, like it's serious business, yeah, like, man. Like this whole, like the the, the Morgul Pass and, and and all this stuff that's going on there, yeah. Um, with Carthongol is just is you know very interesting. Yes, so. it is. Yes, it is. All right, well, <clears throat> that was fun, my friend. Let's see here. Let's dive into. Um, I think it's time for Bywater Post. Bywater Post. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to let Lane tackle this one. <laughs> Sorry. We have uh, Panat, who's wrote, written into us. Um, hopefully we pronounced that correctly. Um, so we're going to read Panat's story here. Hi, as in Lane, I discovered your podcast just a few months ago and just finished listening to the Bridge of Casa Doom episode. There's still a long way to catch up, but I'm also rereading the book together with the pod. I love it. That's awesome. Here, I'd like to share my Tolkien story with you. I'm from Thailand and not a native English speaker. So when I first read the books as a high schooler, they were very difficult for me. Oh my gosh. Okay, this is one I've actually read before. I remember reading this. um, And this is is incredible. This is incredible. I thought I could read it easily because uh, then I finished several Harry Potter books in English. I'm a big Potter fan too. And just subscribed to Swish and Flick Pod thanks to you guys. (laughs) There you go, girls. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Uh, When I first read The Lord of the Rings, I had the impression that the passages are long and boring, filled with many difficult words, though I endured and finished uh, the three books. I'm a big fan of the movies, though. Those are epic and are my favorite movies of all time. All the while, I have been intrigued by the world of Tolkien and spent many hours on Wikipedia and Wikipages reading about Middle-earth. After I discovered the podcast, I started rereading the books and found that now I have a totally different feeling. The world is colorful. Tolkien's expressions are vibrant and detailed with much humor and emotion. Um, Jeez, uh, this is this is better English than I write with. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. Uh-huh. I think it's due to my better understanding of English, uh, but more so to the fact that now I don't try to rush through the books, but to read them much more slowly and deeply. Yeah. My girlfriend is also uh, the movie fan, but she has uh, the same feeling with me about the books, that they're difficult and boring. I'm trying to persuade her to reread uh, with me, but since she's uh, not good at English, she's Japanese, uh, we will be reading the Japanese versions. 
Wish me luck. (laughs) Thank you so much for being a a big motivation for me to rediscover and uh, reconnect with Middle Earth. And that's Panat who who wrote that to us. Uh, That's amazing. First of all, uh, thank you uh, for writing in and and sharing your Tolkien story. Um, That's awesome. And I'm just, I'm blown away because I'm, I'm the lazy guy who only knows one language. I only know English and a little bit of Spanish that I learned in high school, but not much. And so to to read this in a language that is not native um, to Panat and and mm-hmm. to hear it written so beautifully and and with such mastery, yeah. like I'm literally I don't you can't see it, but I'm literally taking, taking my hat off. Just did, yeah, uh, because that is something that um, it's not easy. No, that's not easy. And we ha- we have a lot of a lot of you uppers. Um, English is your second language and you've read yeah. Lord of the Rings in, in, uh, in your native language. And then you've also, a lot of you have, um, read it in English as well. Mm-hmm. And you've talked about the differences right. and you've right. talked about the, um, the way reading it in English has pushed your knowledge of, of the English language and, and how much you've gained from that. And yeah. okay, I just, that's like, that's like another level of this journey. Like we, we sit and we read it in our own native tongue native language yep. um it, it's that much easier for us and to see these individuals who are pushing themselves in that way blows <laughs> me away like it's, um, it's I'm, wonderful I'm moved by it i'm impressed by it uh i think it's just another cool element of our book club and uh and 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 Penat is right like the the way that tolkien writes um you know you get this you get this there's a stereotype that it's boring or generalization that, you know, man, he just goes on and on. Mm-hmm. But Tolkien's expressions are vibrant and detailed with much humor and emotion. Yeah. That's I, a quote. Yeah. And it's and it's and it's totally true. I think it's like one of those things where you know, like there's such a what I've been seeing, I guess, this thread through our group is that regardless of what, you know, uh country you were from or mm-hmm. or, you know, um, you know where I don't know I, where I don't you call think. home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in language that you that you spoke, yeah. native language. There's such a a, a pull. This story is so good. Yeah. yeah, you know that it, that it pulls people from around the world. Right. Uh, you, you hear about it and you're like, I'm gonna dive into that. Yeah. And, and I and I love that he's taking a, you know, this deep dive, this this uh, slow methodical look at the language yeah. and and uh, the story itself. You know, there yeah. in the text, it's it's, it's incredible. It's awesome. It really is. Yeah, a lot of dedication blowing. there. So we are happy to meet you, Panat, and uh, just glad to have you along. So yeah, um, you know, send us more comments and things. Yes. With, you know, on the chapter, and, and we'd love to see how that's going. Maybe we can get a, a, a picture of of the version. You know that um, he's he's reading through. You yeah, know, with uh, the girlfriend there and and stuff. I don't and know, if we but cool. and we if we butchered uh, the pronunciation of your name, send it to us. Oh yeah, please so let we us can know. Fix it. Yeah, because I'll need Rachel to then re-record uh, yeah, the, the right. shout out that that's she right. gave you. So that's right. Uh, that was beautiful. We love that. It's yeah. our favorite part of every episode. And uh, man, that was moving. That was that was yeah. that was beautiful. Um, time for some strawberries with cream, my friend. Uh, what is the weirdest, most unique, or best place you've ever taken a dip? Whoa, the weirdest or, or a most... swim or a, a dive or a bath? Not the a bath. Weirdest or most? Yeah. Um. Huh. I don't. Let me. Th- there's been a lot of places to, where I've go taken first? some dips. Yeah, go ahead. I, mean, I know you like the skinny dip. My weirdest <laughs> ever was. Hopefully, no one's listening who's going to report me. Oh, now, what boy. are they going to do now? Oh boy. We went to a Nazarene university. Okay. Okay. Um, 
first time I went to New Zealand, it was uh, half my student teaching. And I came back with just this new lease on life, guys. Yeah, yeah. And I got this weird uh, desire to go jump in the reflection pond, take a bath. Wait a second, wait a second. So I went to... At our university? Yeah, that nasty, grungy... You're kidding me. Goose poop filled reflection pond. Okay, okay. And this was also in uh, like the first week of April. So it's cold still. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I know folks who have I've got a picture to prove it before. Yeah. We'll remember a time where Ez questioned uh every time that he ever touched Lane. And now <laughs> I am re I'm rethinking that. What were you thinking? I, I don't know, man. I just I was like, you know what? I wanna go uh I wanna go t- take a bath. Good grief. So I and this is so to explain this pool, it comes up to about your knees. Maybe a little higher than that. The water was freezing. I went in. I even brought a bar of soap, man. So I stripped down butt naked. You are kidding me. Went into the reflection pond. Took a bar of soap. I don't know why. And I've got witnesses. Bobby. Are you serious? Bobby Ray was there. Jim Nichols was there. And uh, Eric Meeks was there as well. Wow. So they've witnessed this. They took a picture of me. Uh doing this all right cool we'll put that so, picture up on uh, can patreon you imagine it. <laughs> can you that's for phil seidel at the aru aluvapod there it is there it is yeah level top tier uh exclusive <laughs> my friend oh so yeah that was mine it was that was a weird situation but uh you know what? i did it and um so at least one person has taken a naked bath in the uh reflection pond at uh that's good MVNU. to know that is good to know honestly yeah. i have always wondered. I'm sure other folks have been there, but yeah, the you bottom really, was real gushy. I bet it, it was, was real gushy. I bet it was slimy and all sorts of just. Yeah. That is a, lot a of disgusting. Poop. Yeah, I cannot believe a lot of pretty good, right? Dude, that's what I'm saying. I can't that's, believe that's, you did that. That's water you don't drink. I no, like, like what Faramir's talking about next chapter. You can't even boil that water. Clean. No, uh, uh-uh. no, no, that's messed up. No, so I don't really have that. I'm glad you. That's that's fantastic. I weirdest, most unique place that i've ever taken yeah. a dip dude i don't know I, I really don't have anything like that i think it's just been you ever went in a, a dry creek take a yeah i've been dip? there yeah, yeah. I, I, the, back behind my house that's there quite often waiting you know there's some deep spots where we would you know we could jump you off ever go and, naked in it whew, naked the only time you have haven't you? that i've ever skinny dipped was <laughs> oh boy this is keep him saying this this is uh it was out of man out of Uncle Thorny's pond, man. <laughs> Uncle Thorny's out pond. There pond. I, I just, you know, we were you by yourself? No, uh-uh. dared. Uh just, just didn't felt. take much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm kidding, but no, there was, there was that. That's you know, awesome. um, yeah. Gosh, that's 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 crazy. I other other places. Just, I mean, my family. A lot of members of my family have ponds. Mm-hmm. So, like, Jr. has a pond. My uncle Do Jack. ponds freak you out. I don't know. They you know, freak me out, man. More that I went. There was a TV show where this guy used to go in and catch snapping turtles. Uh, oh my gosh! And I said, "I'm done. I am done hopping in." What What was I doing? Swimming in these pools? I'm even thinking like big old catfish too. Dude, they'll eat you. Those up. things eat you whole. They'll eat you up, man. Guys, no joke. Down in the Ohio River, dude. In our neck of the woods, they in will our part of the Shire, up, they're as big as buses. Yep. And I'm not kidding. Nope, we're not messing with you. Could you imagine? Well, one could no. just take your leg. They could uh, just suck your leg in, and you're like, what is that? I heard this story about Gone. when the Point Pleasant Bridge fell. 
Yeah. The Mothman oh, did it. Oh, my Lord. But they were down there recovering cars, sadly. No. Because people, a lot of people yeah. died. Yes. Um, I was born down in uh, Gallopolis. It's across the river from Point Pleasant. Oh, boy. Uh, no that's wonder. That's why I'm so weird. Um, and anyway, uh, they were going down these divers with flashlights, and they shone their, their lights down there, and they're like, oh, geez, man, look at all these cars. Mm-hmm. And a couple of them swam away. What? A couple of them were catfish, not cars. What? Yeah. So... The size of cars, catfish, dude, 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 swimming dude, around dude. that river. I'm done. No, thank you. Um, What's going on? That's that's messed up. You know, The water's like, a scary place. Hobbits were on to something. I do, I, I'm telling you right scary now, place. I, I have been afraid of water <laughs> since like my Virginia beach trip with the dolphins and everything. I'm sorry? Just, yeah. Dolphins I'll, are nice. What, did someone try to dolphin be, come after you, bro? That's going yeah, to be a Patreon episode. Okay, let's do it. Uh, I don't know if they were protecting me from the shark or if they, they do were... that. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, do. Yeah, they've yeah. been documented countless times to do that. Yeah, they I, save people. I actually, they, I may have been saved by a bunch of dolphins. Oh my god, sharks uh, are one of my biggest fears. I, I can't. No, can't. But th- there's so much in water. There's so you wouldn't know what's in there. I can't. Everything. And here's the thing about water too. Yeah. The worst, the the slowest worst thing in there is better at being in water than you are. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. Absolutely. So just don't go swimming. Go go in pools. That's I fine. I can't breathe underwater. Right. So so you're taking me under. I've I've got a couple of seconds and then I'm done. Dude, so okay. I can't hold my breath. Very Imagine long. this murky pool or p- pond, no, right? I can't. Dude, just think about it. As big as your like, let's say your. No, I don't want to think about that. It what, scares me. What could be living in there? All kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. You got there are snapping turtles all over the place. There are snakes. There are big catfish. There are. Carp on the bottom, I ever just tell you sucking about, mud like crazy. I ever tell you about the uh, water snake that had me cornered on a rock once? No. Kokosing River. I believe it. I believe right it. Right over there by the bridge. Water this is in Mount Vernon, Ohio, guys, just to give you a little reference. Kokosing yeah. River, beautiful river, winds through our, our hometown. Don't ever let people tell you there's not water moccasins in Knox County. Dude, that might, okay, so maybe that's what it was. I was up on a rock. I went to go get something, and I came back down to get on the boat. Yeah. And at the edge of the rock, at the water's edge, there was a snake staring at me. Out, ready to go, and I'm, I'm like, out. "What do I do?" And I think the people, I think it was my dad, and maybe who else was with him? Maybe my papa hit the hit the snake, got away, and I was able to get in the boat. Uh, petrifying! I vividly, I can, I can close my eyes and see it right now. <laughs> That's so crazy. Oh, okay. Well, that turned. That took a different turn. Yeah, sorry. That was. I mean, we're 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 afraid of water. All right, just there you go. Now you know. We truly um, are hobbits. Truly, I will not get in a boat, and I am not. I'm that out. is for strange I'm folk. I'm guessed it is. Around really that water. Is. Uh, so, all right, friends. Well, hey, it's uh, time to share the load here. Yeah. And um, all kinds of good stuff going on, huh? Yeah, really good stuff. I'd like to give a quick shout out to um, our Valar um, uh, patrons here, and, and we don't have Rachel this week, but maybe we'll bring her back next week. Uh, She's put me out of a job. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed Between that. Kurt she, and her and my mom. Oh, she enjoyed it so much. So uh, I'm never saying Frodo lives again. <laughs> We've got Cecily, we've got Ben, we've got Alex, uh, Charlotte, Chase, um, David, Erica, Jason, Jeffrey, Jennifer, Jessica, Nicholas, Panat, Phil, Sherston, Susie, and M. Uh, w. M. Wolf. And you know, Rachel. By the way, Rachel nailed it. She nailed it. Um, She's great. My favorite one. I, I, you guys know, it was some some editing done there, <laughs> and, and I said to her, I was like, say Jessica, and she said, 
Jekissa. <laughs> so I was like, I'll oh, stop it. No, this is not happening. And then three more times, I was like, that's beautiful. That's absolutely how you My say it. My favorite was when she goes, goodbye. Yeah. Well, then goodbye. after after she said the last name, she said, I love you. Oh, God. And I was like, you do. And she had said that on her own, by the She's way. so sweet. Um, I was like, I was like, I think I asked her, like, what do you want to say to him? Because I, I cut it all up, you know, and she said, I love you. And that was what she said. So I was like, oh, it's perfect. Little angel. Yeah, it was, it was great. So we'll have, we'll have her... Um, but we got some cool stuff on Patreon. We uh, just dropped a couple uh, different. Uh, we had an appendices up there. We've got mm-hmm. the review of "They Shall Not Grow Old." Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we have going on? We've got some uh, basically our Discord chats. We've been recording some of those, so yeah. uh, we have those posted there as well. We're gonna have some peeking in the Palantir stuff coming up with the show. Mm-hmm. I actually want to do a deep dive into you know that map and maybe uh, call together a council and see if we could oh, actually jeez I really do I I, I really want to discuss that in in depth so um all right though I'm pretty sure yeah so you can check all that out at uh, patreon.com we will get back to the, talking, talking. the travel pod eventually it's yeah, just yeah, been yeah, kind of yeah. crazy we we well, we're we're so um so there's so much there's so much <laughs> there's and so much. and uh we really always want to make sure that we we do these episodes when we record first because we want our best, freshest. And sometimes by the by the time we're done, we don't have anything left. Um, um, you know, because it is it's usually late at night, and I'm like, I don't know if I really want to go because it's a lot of talking for me too. Because you're, oh yeah, you get you get to sit back and kind of enjoy the the reliving of my of my adventures, and and uh, but, it's a lot. Uh, it's a lot. Sometimes Butterbur runs out of steam. Believe it or not, and, Ble- um, I believe it. <laughs> I and, uh, have been there, right? And we um, we we want to make sure we do this first and give this our best, so because you guys deserve that and and you do that for us, so yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, one more quick thing I want to I want to mention here. So, yeah. um, we got our Instagram, our Twitter, our Facebook. Yeah. We'd love for you to come like the page. If you haven't liked the page yet, and you've been listening for a long time. Please come do that. Hop in the group. We have and, such a good group, yeah. good people there, and I'd love to build that community more. Just because I uh, Loader on Prime is is yeah. happening. Tag them. Yeah. Tag them every chance you can. Loader on Prime. Tag the book club. Be proud of it. Um, we're proud of you guys. We're yep. proud of you know uh, that little community that we have there. So, and also real quickly, we may be having a baby. So I yeah. just want you guys to remember that. I think she just left. Um, I think she did too. And Goldberry just came down and she just kind of took the car out. She actually just stepped out. Herself. So I'm a little concerned. So we are going uh, to to shut this down. Check out the newsletter with uh, Jen Shepard. Uh, got a website coming. Um, we're going to new reward coming social media takeovers. If you want to send us something um, our way, send it to the Shire PO box 96 Amanda O four three one zero two. Yeah. Um, yeah. Time for, yeah, we love you guys. Time for weekly. Well wishes formerly Fortnite farewells. We want to thank you for taking a dip with us. Um, Forbidden Pool, not the Reflection Pond. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, our next episode will be hitting the road as we cross <laughs> yeah, right. into Chapter 7, Journey to the Crossroads. Awesome. Uh, if you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a shadow fax. We'll see you in a Hobbit fortnight, and remember, Frodo lives. This episode of an unexpected podcast is brought to you by Kurt Jones. Kurt Jones.
Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.